to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I have some things to go over here real quick before we officially start the show. The stuff that I'm going over right now will be edited out of the first part of the show, just so you know. Um, and uh, you know, I'll fix it all up later. But we're going to restart the show in just a moment. But I did need to go over with some stuff with you guys first. As some of you may know, I am really sick right now. Um, I have tested positive for COVID. And so I am, like, really not feeling good at all. But the option to not do the show is not an option. So we're going to get through it tonight as best we can. I'm going to be relying on you guys quite a bit to keep me in line. Okay, so one of the things you can do to help me is if you are reading tonight on the air, if you have access to Facebook and you can email me, a message me on Facebook, a copy of what you'll be reading tonight, so I can read it along with you while, or read it while you're, uh, read along with you while you're, you're performing. Um, that would be a really big help for me. Um, I'm having some issues with my headset as well, with my computer, so it would help a lot. Um, a reminder that this is the show, that, the show we do tonight is the show that's going to go on our GoFundMe fundraiser for our 2023 broadcasting license fundraiser thing that we have coming up. So um, kind of keep that in mind. I'm real excited about doing the show tonight. I know we have some fun stuff that's going to be here. So knowing that, also I want to, with going hand in hand with me being sick, um, so I, I do the switchboard by myself and I don't have anyone screening calls or anything like that or running back up with me um, as you guys call in. If something happens and I have to cough or I have to sneeze or blow my nose or any of that yucky, sticky, nasty stuff that comes along with being sick, if uh, you get done reading your poem and I don't respond immediately, just hang tight for a minute. That means I need to unmute my mic because I'm probably coughing and I don't want to cough while you're reading. So if there's any of those delays, just don't panic. Just hang tight, and I'll be right back. And then later on, as I said, when I edit the show and clean it up, then I can just go ahead and take those out. But I did want to warn you that if I start coughing, I do need to mute my mic so that you can keep reading in your, all your wonderful gloriness. And I appreciate you guys hanging out with me and doing this tonight, being here uh, you know, we don't always do it pretty. It's not about egos here. You know, we, we don't always do it pretty here, but we always do it. So we'll get through this together, and uh, I'm real excited to be here with you. So with that said, let's go ahead and get the show started. So welcome, everybody, <laughs> to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. If you would like to call in tonight, the number is... 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. We have some stuff to go over, so while I do this, make sure you get your pens and pencils and notebooks, journals, whatever it is you're going to be using to write with because we will be doing our inspiration from the inkwell, writing prompts and assignments in just a moment. And then 
actually, before we do that, let's do this real quick. Before we do that, I want to go over our February poetry contest as uh, it started yesterday. So as February begins, we are looking forward to celebrating Black History Month. And this will indeed be the foundation for our February writing contest. From February till March 1st, anyone posting something they have written for Black History Month on my Facebook page will get their name entered into the drawing once. Anyone reading their poem on Black History Month live on the air will have their name entered twice into the drawing. And anyone posting it on my page and reading it on the air will get their name entered in, no, not three as math would dictate, but four times you'll be entered into the drawing four times. So kind of an incentive to do both. The winner will be drawn on this on the uh, March 2nd show. So get writing, poets. Before we get started with the rest of the things we're going to be doing, I want to take a moment and thank our sponsors. It's very important that we do this. We are getting ready, as I said, to start our 2023 uh broadcasting license fundraiser, but we've got a couple weeks on that, so I want to make sure that we do get a chance to thank all of our 2022 sponsors because literally, I mean, we've been on the air 16 years, and we could not be here anymore without the help of our sponsors, those of you who dipped into your pockets and donated towards keeping us on the air last year to help, help us cover a portion of our broadcasting license. And we just love and appreciate all of you so much, and it makes me so proud to be a part of this community. And watching you guys support each other, you know, make, having this community that you built be so important to you and each other that you do things to keep it alive makes me very, very proud to be a part of this with you. So I will be going over some of this stuff a little bit later towards the end of the show, covering some things on our fundraiser. We're going to be starting here fairly quickly, but for now, let's get our 2022 sponsors some love. We have Karen Deftrider DeWitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Debbie Kelly, Annie Tillery Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Mist, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, Glenn Combs, and Trina Pierce. I also want to thank those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of John Music Mankays, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, Rain Man, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Steele, Charles C.B. Banks, Cherry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith the Second. Thank you, all of you, for helping keeping us on the air. We appreciate you and love you. All right, now poets, get your pens, pencils ready, because we are dun dun dun. You know what time it is? Wow, that was a little delayed reaction. <laughs> it is time for inspiration from the inkwell. Now, as I go through this, if you don't get everything written down, 
worry not. You can always come back after the show is over and re-listen to the beginning of the program and grab whatever you've missed. Remember, we have 16 years worth of podcasts. That is an absolutely great tool for you to utilize. If you're ever sitting there one night, just scroll back a couple years, listen to the first 15 minutes of the show, and you'll be off and running with something from one of our workshops. All right, so let's jump right into this, and I'm going to give you our all-important poetry prompts. As I go through this, keep in mind that poetry prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. Now, with that said, the prompt can be the title of the poem. It can be a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. Beyond these guidelines, what you do with them is up to you. All right, so you ready? Number one, mental slavery. Mental slavery. Number two, the voice of bones. The Voice of Bones, The Shade Tree, 4, Where the Grass is Worn Down, Where the Grass is Worn Down, Number 5, Death is a Song I Know, Death is a Song I Know, 6, The Watching Woman, The Watching Woman, Number 7, Blues on the Corner, Blues on the corner. Eight, the moon man. The moon man. Number nine, follow the silent drum. Follow the silent drum. Number ten, monologue by a river. Monologue by a river. Eleven, ballad of Thunder Road. Ballad of Thunder Road. Twelve, The generations my face wears. The generations my face wears. Calling is in your blood. When it's calling is in your blood. Fourteen. I dreamt I saw a black man dancing. I dreamt I saw a black man dancing. All right. And then your two bonus replays that I brought back from last week's prompts, just because they're that cool, is one, blindfolded bullets, blindfolded bullets, and number two, tales of a nostalgic boxcar, tales of a nostalgic boxcar. Remember, you can write one poem per prompt if you want. You can write as many poems per prompt as you want, but you can write one poem per prompt. You can mix and match the prompts and use whatever you want in the poem, or you can get real froggy and use all the lines in one poem. And I've really tried to weave these together, though quite loosely, so that you're able to play with these with this week or this month's uh, writing contest that we're doing so have fun with those we're going to go over your pick apart a prompt writing exercise next all right so have your journals ready this is what we're going to have you do this exercise is to highlight that what you do with a prompt before you write to it is far more important than what you do write to it it helps us get away from the typical knee-jerk reaction that that natural place our brain wants to pull us when we hear something that inspires us okay we don't, want to write this, we don't want to write the same poem as everyone else. I want you to explore your prompts. You know, find different unique things inside of them, things that are unique, unique to just you. All right? So to do this, before you write anything to these prompts, I want you to, on a clean journal page, write the first prompt at the top of your page. 
and that was, when was that? Mental slavery. So write that at the top of your page. You don't need to do it right now. Just, you know, can wait. <laughs> All right. So once you've got that down, what I would like you to do, instead of writing a poem to the prompt, I want you to write at least six different ideas of poems you could write. And like I said, really explore them. You know, you're, you're going to think of, you know, that th- you're going to think of things that are easy to start with and write them down by all means. By doing that, you're going to start getting into the harder things, the stuff you have to dig deeper for, the things that are hiding in your shadows, all right? So you can do more than six, but write at least six different poems you could write to the prompt. Then go on to the next one and the next one and the next one until you get to the end of the page and you have at least six different poems you could write to each of the 14 prompts. And I guarantee you, you will not get all the way through this exercise without something grabbing a hold of you and running away. Okay? Make sure that you do your pick apart a problem. It took me a long time to be able to learn how to say that. It's like Peter Piper picked a peck, right? Your pick apart a part. Pick. <laughs> I was better off to stop while I was ahead. Pick apart a prompt writing exercise. So now we are going to work on your, it's a new thing that we're starting in the month of February, and it is your writer's block does not exist, Mythbuster writing assignment. There's a workshop that I've been doing for years called Writer's Block Does Not Exist. It's like the boogeyman. It's an urban legend. It's like the boogeyman. If you don't believe in it, it can't hurt you. Okay? So what I have found as writers is that we put way we put way too much pressure on ourselves as writers, thinking that every time that we sit down to write, we have to create this wonderful poem. And when nothing comes, we panic. And then the next three days, you're busy helping your friend's brother move, and you're too busy to write anything. And then, exhausted, you seek refuge from the chaos of everyone clamoring back to your place with beer and pizza and find yourself hiding out in the bathroom, sitting on the toilet with your journal, thinking maybe you can take a moment and write a poem, right? But the only thing that happens is you lose all feeling in your butt and your lower, lower extremities, as well as having a ring imprint on your cheeks for the next two hours. So defeated, you walk out the door, right? And then suddenly, it's then that you see him, big and scary, mocking and hairy, taunting and glary. You know who it is instantly. It's the writer's block boogeyman named Jerry. I just made that up, you guys. <laughs> well, guess what? He's not real. Writer's block does not exist. If we can pick up our pen and scribble on paper, we are writing. Therefore, how can writer's block exist? It doesn't. It is a self-induced excuse for us to practice non-action. We do it to ourselves. It's a crutch. It's an excuse. If you can pick up a pen right now in your hand and write, this is my pen, you are doing the act of writing. And if this is true, then how can writer's block exist? Nothing is ever stopping us from writing. Well, except for one thing. And you know what that is? It's our ego. So let's call it like it is. It's that pretentious part of us that is convinced that every time we sit down, we must produce an amazing, world-changing, and epic 
creation poem worth posting every single day so that people will like it. And then another poem, and we must write it or we won't get the likes. And then, and I say, bah, stop, just stop it doing that. We will become a much better writer because of all the randoms we write than because of any one poem we will ever write. So the next time we sit down to write and our muse is not laying across our inkwell, scantily clad, hair dancing in the winds of inspiration, waiting patiently to magically wash ideas of epic poems all over us, suck it up, buttercup, put on your girl poet pants, or boy, or non-gender pants, just put on your pants, your big poet pants, and just have fun doodling around with words. It's one of the best habits we can have as a writer. So what I'm going to give you here is the formula for a simple five-line poem. And the cool thing is, is once you have memorized the formula, the next time we, you need to like sit and prime the pump, the pump, the next time we need to prime the pump, we can just sit down and write these five-line poems over and over. And in doing so, we will most assuredly find some thought to go chasing after or find some idea dragging us off. So here's the formula. The first line of the poem involves an emotion, like sadness, anger, confusion, hurt. So the first line of your poem will involve an emotion. The second line describes the emotion as a color. For example, we might describe anger as a red stop sign, or happiness might be pink as a puppy's tongue. Okay. The third line starts with, it happens when. For example, anger happens when my alarm clock goes off. Confusion happens when I have a test I didn't study for. All right. The fourth line begins with, it sounds like. For example, sadness sounds like a kitten left out in the rain. And then lastly, the fifth line is a repeat of the first line. Or you can make the line repeat the, uh, make it a line that repeats the original emotion. But I like, I like using the first line to start and end it. I think it's cool. All right. So I sat down right before the show and wrote one really fast, which counts, by the way, since this is the first show of the month, and that's my agreement with you guys is on the first show of every month. I read something of my own since I never do that. So this is our, this is our coming, coming to meetings of minds, right? First show of the month, I'll read my poem. So this is the one that I sat down and just randomly wrote out real fast before the show and kind of gives you an idea. So as I go through this, the formula words I used are aches, white, overcome, howling, and then again, aches. All right? So here we are. All right. Every ounce of me aches for that freedom beyond the pavement's end. It burns deep, raging undetected, sun-core, white-flamed, uncontained wildness. It happens whenever I am overcome wind-drenched, drowning in the drum-pounding scent of sweetgrass, sage, and red cliff rememberings. It sounds like a howling, 
so fierce, so sorrowful. It sounds like a warning, a promise. Every ounce of me aches for that freedom beyond the pavement's end. Okay? So I sat down and just wrote that really quickly, maybe 15 minutes before the show started. Had enough time to maybe do an edit or two on a word and juggle things around. But it was real fast, real simple, not a great poem, but you get an idea of what I mean. But the cool thing is, is that I wrote that one, and then I could just turn around and I could write another one. I could pick another emotion and just write it down real quick. And they, once you get doing them, they just kind of flow, and it's a lot of fun. And like I said, as you do this, something is going to grab you, and you're going to be off and running. So remember, be proactive in your own musings, and your muse will have more fun playing with you. No one wants to be the instigator all the time. We need to cut her some slack, give her a break, take the reins once in a while. You put a lot of pressure on her. Not cool. All right. So, once again, I'm going to run through this week's poetry prompts. Remember, if you missed any, you can come back after the show and listen to the podcast and get them written down then. One, mental slavery. Two, the voice of bones. Three, shade tree. Four, where the grass is worn down. I like that one. Five, death is a song I know. Six, the watching woman. I like that one too. Seven, blues on the corner. I like them all because I wrote them. (laughs) Eight, the moon man. Nine, following the silent drum. Ten, monologue by a river. Eleven, ballad of thunder road. Twelve, the generations my face wears. Thirteen, when its calling is in your blood. And 14, I dreamt I saw a black man dancing. And then your two replay bonus from last week are one, blindfolded bullets, and two, tales of a nostalgic boxcar. Now, there we go. That's it. To close out, remember, as food for our creative souls, we focus on reading, reading, reading. If we are not reading more than we are writing, we are doing it backwards. You have to have input in order to have output. You must feed your brain. You are what you eat, and this applies to what you put into your head, not just your tummies. All right, so feed your brains. As our writer's discipline, this is also one of the things that I teach in our Writer's Block is just an urban legend workshop, is every day, I want you, first of all, it's important, the reason I do this one, and I love this one so much, is because it's a realistic goal. Sometimes we put such, such huge expectations on ourselves because we're feeling so ambitious and feel like we should, that we set ourselves up for failure. And then when we fail, when we miss a day, I'm going to write 10 poems a day, and then when we don't do that, When we don't write anything for three days, we go, oh, I didn't write anything for three days. I'm just not going to do any more. No. No. If you miss it for three days, get up and keep going again. Don't use it as an excuse to stop ever. But more importantly, give yourself little victories. By giving yourself the positive reinforcement of little victories, you are going to give yourself strength to reach for higher goals. But you have to have that foundation of little victories underneath you to motivate you, all right? And that's why I love this one so much is because every day, very simple, I want you to go out into the world 
and find 17 syllables. I want you to write a haiku poem every day. Now, American haiku is three lines with a 575 syllable count on those lines. Right? Get up in the morning and you head out into the world every single day. Go look for your 17 syllables. Carry a pen and paper with you. Jot them down when they hit you. If it isn't enough syllables, you can fix it later. We aren't perfect. The magic is to just get them written down when they hit you. Pay attention to the things that call out to you during the day. You are so busy running back and forth and back and forth, point A to point B. Go get this, the boss says. Go do that, the wife says. Come over here, says the teacher. We are so busy chasing other people's instructions that we don't pay attention to ourselves anymore. And then we wonder why our muses are silent. Listen to the things they show us during the day. Why did you stop and smell that bread? Why did that red light over there catch your eye? Why? What did you see in that piece of paper floating by on the gutter? Pay attention to those things. Write them down when you see them, and then keep going. Keep up with your rush, rush. Just grab your 17 syllables. All right? So that's it. That's it for this week's uh, edition of Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini workshop. If you remembered or missed it, if you missed anything, remember you can come back and grab it after the show by re-listening to the podcast in our archives. Now I'm going to play an audio track. We always start and end every every episode with an audio track from one of you, the poets. If you'd like to have your track played on the air, you can send those to me on Facebook Messenger or to our show's email, which is the, T-H-E, the speakeasy cafe at gmail.com. We can get those uploaded to the show's library and play them for the world. The piece that I'm going to start the show with tonight is by Carlos, written in pain, and it's called Lovesick, and here we go. Love sick. Flee from me, O oh love. Depart from the reach of high. Gather with you your empty vows and false promises, declarations of immortality. Move from me, O oh love. Why, the mere mention of your wicked existence only aids in the decomposition of what you have left of my depleted body. Love, I want no parts of you. You, you are the cloak the soul is used to attack the soulful. Love, I do not even acknowledge your existence. Curses to your falsehood, your salted kisses and bitter lies. Oh, love, leaving me in a worse state than when I was found for now. I crave you. Yes, love. Craving you without reason. You have robbed me of my very sanity. Love. You have rendered me 
unable to love myself. Since this be so, let me be filled with damnation or nothing at all. Let me be voided of even my own existence, for I am grown sick of love from hair to skin to the very marrow of my bones. Pain has me pent up. I can feel the walls closing in. Try not to ball up while looking for a pressure pin. Deep, dark, beyond measuring. Digging, trying to find what it is that I am treasuring. Love dealt me a hand. I could not hold it. I folded. I once had a heart of gold and someone stole it. Then they sold it. It equates to scattered screams and shattered dreams. Dreams that don't vision clearly screams. When no one hears me muted while mutated. Degraded, degraded, decimated while painfully educated. Till I am emotionally eradicated. The road to nowhere is endless. Booted by lost premise. See, my life's motivation was hijacked, kidnapped by a hater and a lover's mask. Trick me, treat me, beat me. Like a hyena when you eat me. Laughing at me while gnashing at me. Trust is protection, I have no weapons. Love is leverage, it aids deception. I must be a bullseye, they keep aiming disregard in my direction. My life is death row, where's my injection? Since the arms of despair is my only affection, I evade love without detection. I've grown sick from love's infection. Unshielded, no deflection. Pain. It's got me pent up while the walls are closing in. I'm trying not to ball up while looking for pressure pins. Love. Sweet love, move from high, for I love you not. That was written in pain. Yes, indeed it was. That was a piece called Love Sick. All right, guys, you know what time it is now? It is time for you. So once again, if you would like to call in or read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the, cho- in the order that you call in. So listen for your telephone area code, such as we have, oh, Mr. Pineapple, 16. 567 is our first caller tonight. 
to listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please, and this is very important, make sure that you introduce yourself. It's important that everyone knows who's reading and that your name is attached to your work. Remember, like I said, we have 16 years worth of shows in our archives. You go back 10 years and listen to one of the shows and somebody reads something amazing that just touches you, but you have no clue who wrote it. That's not good. You don't want to do that. Always make sure your name is attached to your work. All right, right now you can read two short to normalish. <laughs> yes, that's proper grammar. Shortish poems, short normalish poems, <laughs> or one long poem. Okay, if the uh, if the lines get too busy tonight and I need to cut you back to reading just one poem, I will let you know when that happens. But right now you're good to go at reading two. When you are done reading, please make sure that you give out your URL. It's really important that people know how to come find you and to get to know you and your work better. Remember, our show has a mature rating. You're bound to hear just about anything here, with the exception of adult porn poems. Okay? No bumping body parts, no tab A and a slot B, no hardcore erotica. Other than that, you're good to go. You guys know where that line is, so don't cross it. I'm going to go ahead and give the first three callers so you kind of have a heads up where you are in the lineup and how soon you'll be coming up. We have 567, as I said, for our first caller, followed by 702, then 731. What a great lineup. Okay, let's go ahead and grab Mr. Pineapple 13. No, 567, you're, no, you're on you the air. Right the first, someone, you had the wrong number there. It's pineapple 16. I said Which 16, didn't I? You did a minute ago, but then 20 seconds ago, you said a different number. I'm not even going to repeat that number, but you are far from the first one to use that particular number that is not 16. For some reason, there's, well, a, there's, you know, another, can I bl- there's another number. That, that, can I blame that it on COVID brain? Are, sure, we'll go with that because... Okay. Other people don't even have that excuse. So, yeah, I had COVID, um, well, it's been almost two years now. So I uh, I, I know, and, and I know it's different for everybody, um, but I hope. Uh, yeah, I've never had it, so I'm not going to lie to you. I'm pretty scared. <laughs> it well, just got me a little yeah, worried. Just, yeah, you just got to get, you know, lots of lots of rest that's, that's, and drink, drink a lot of water. And so, um, but yeah, it's going to suck for a week and a half, <laughs> but, um, so, uh, hope you, hope you get the rest that you need because it's, it, it's, it's challenging, but, but, but then in the long run, you'll be fine. And then now you've built up a little tolerance to that vicious virus circling our planet. <laughs> Awesome. Hey, I want you to know, by the way, that I went and I watched your video trip, and I was absolutely entranced. The pictures were great. It was fantastic. It was like I had left some comments on your your video, too, and uh, I I thought it was great. You did a fantastic job on that. Thanks. Yeah, I spent a lot of time um, editing and spent a lot of time while hiking, (laughs) just – yeah, jealous of that trip, not going to lie. Videos. Well, 
Yeah, it's it's something that um, it's the reason. The first time that I went to South America, that was the reason. I have been back to South mm-hmm. America uh, since then several times, but um, it's it's an amazing place. It sucks that currently it is closed because of the protesting going on in Peru, but it will be open again. But I recommend to anyone out there listening who has travel plans that include South America, if it, because I know some people who were also jealous that I was going there. There's some people that have certain things on what they call a bucket list. And there's there's two places in South America that a lot of people to go to. And currently Machu Picchu is closed, but that's temporary. However, due to its immense popularity, there is a possibility that in a few years it will be highly limited. If you are not from South America – it will be very challenging to visit, I'm guessing, five or ten years from now. You know, Maybe even less than that. And another one that's like that is the Galapagos Islands, which is part of Ecuador. The Galapagos Islands are also a major tourist attraction. And because of that, we humans are causing problems there that they do not want the people that control that that is the Galapagos is a very special place it's one of the last places on earth if not the last place that is very original there are endemic species there that exist nowhere else on earth and humans have screwed it up by visiting and they try to control it and at some point they might just lock it down and they and they'll say hey if you're not from south america too bad or if you're not from ecuador too bad and so if you want to go to galapagos i recommend you put it on your travel plans as quickly as you can afford it it is expensive to go there and but it is it is really amazing and i'm so glad i went i so, did both of those on that my first trip to south america included both of those places that's exciting so let me ask you something mr pineapple 16 do any of your yes. poems tonight have anything to do with food um I'm looking at them. I'm going to say no. Let's see what you brought. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Uh, Since we were talking about my license plate poems a few weeks ago, um, and a thing popped up on my Facebook memory, um, this is roughly the anniversary of my first license plate poem. And so for those that were not, privy to that conversation a few weeks ago, I have taken pictures of thousands of license plates as I have driven around and walked through parking lots. I love personalized license plates. 
and some states make it easier than other states to acquire a personalized plate. And then I got the idea to make a poem using only license plates. I have done it 10 times so far, but the first one called License Plate Poem Number 1 uses 89 license plates, and it was a fun experiment, so here it is. I am sinister, untamed, truly me. Yo, I am so cool, represent reality. Be free, forever young, free to run. Giddy up, big dreamer, focused, driven one. Arts rule, be creative, be kind, be tall. Give to live, be joyous, strap up, be the ball. Get it good, breathe, slow. Up and down we all go. Our ambition, blazing hot. Not typical awesome one. Great to be me, be thee. Good times, good fun. I love being me. I'm myself. I create. I too goofy. I wonder. I poetic. Innovate. I am smart. Stupid too. Represent. Make it great. Puzzle you. Oh my gosh. Choose a game. Recreate. I'm bad, I'm fine, I'm a loon in control, I'm a pal, I love teaching, do you believe and roll? Are you sleepy after dark, a muggle afraid? Why be average, envy no one, top dog, we will raid. Go long, go get it, do what? Go to win. Beast, superfly finale, such fun, reel them in. Wordsmith, wisecracker, Buckeye Wolverine. Yo, I am Pineapple 16. Yo, I am too, too fun, too sexy for you. Me, myself, I. Are you cruising? I be cruising. See you later. Okay, bye. End poem. (laughs) That was fun. (laughs) yeah that was fun um it was it it, it inspired me to make more and this is the first time that i have performed it without my audience seeing the license plates because i have done that at other open mics and i have the pictures of the plates on my ipad and I would just scroll through the pictures as I was reciting the poem. But um, I did post a picture of that poem on your Facebook 20 minutes ago on that posting that you listed, that you made today about the COVID. And so mm-hmm. I included a a photo. I made a photo that contains all of the license plates that I just read. Well, that's awesome. I, I didn't see it, but yeah. that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. The um, after I did that first one, it just I, I spent a lot of time to put those photos together. But um, 
the other poem that I have, it was about a year later. That one, License Play Poem Number One, I wrote 10 years ago. It was January of 13. And then it was about a year later. I don't remember when I wrote License Play Poem Number Two. I just, I had more license plate pictures by that point, and I thought, oh, I should try to do this again. This one's a little shorter um, and a little bit different than what I typically would write, I mean, even with license plates, but here we go. License plate poem number two by Pineapple 16. Just go. Live life created for you. Live for now, for the love. Life's good, such fun, lots to see. Enjoy life forward. We rise, no limits. Do you believe God's joy? Go get it. Do you believe mad swag? Go get it. Love and peace, double rainbow, go get it. We will blossom. Be thankful. Be kind. We will blossom. Be creative. Be free. Why envy? Stop hating. Envy no one. Live once, believing you are awesome one. You wanna? Hmm. Yeah, baby. Bliss. One key. One word. Ambition. You are amazing for my cool, right soul. Wow. Yes. Sweetness to enjoy. See you in heaven. Meow. And poem. Meow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to throw that one in there. And, and the license plate is M E O W W W W. Now, can you guys believe was, that entire poem was written with just license plates? That's yeah, insane. Yeah, it's crazy. And that, and, yeah, and that meow one, yeah, I live in Ohio, and most of my license plates, most of my license plate pictures are Ohio license plates. But that meow, I think it was Georgia. I think it's a Georgia license plate. It's 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 not Ohio or Michigan, because outside of Ohio, I have a lot of Michigan plates, because... I live near Michigan, and I visit Michigan with my summer job. But um, on the videos that I made, which are on YouTube, and you see all the license plates in the videos, and you hear my voice reciting the poems, and but at the beginning of the video, I I give the statistics of how many license plates I use and which states they are from, and it's always – like 60% of the plates are from Ohio for the poems. That's awesome. You guys need to check out his uh, YouTube channel so you can check that out in the, when we were talking about earlier. Do you want to give that? Yeah, it's, it's Pineapple XVI, also known as Pineapple 16, and I do have a playlist 
of poetry. I also have a playlist of license plate poetry. So the various videos of my license plate poems I just put together in a, in a playlist. And um, there's other playlists, which includes the trek to Machu Picchu. I have a South America playlist. So I've got some videos on there from Galapagos Islands and a few other things that I saw in South America. I also visited Colombia at one point, and um, I think there's only one video on there so far from Colombia. It was three guys twirling fire batons and, you know, like juggling them at a traffic stop. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But then, you know, I also got – uh, stuff on the iTunes music store and all the typical places. But just remember, Pineapple 16. So awesome. I hope you feel better. And um, uh, maybe next week I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. I, I, I wrote a poem about when the pandemic started. So um relates to COVID and and all that stuff. So I, I could do that poem next week. I would love or, it. Or well, because that means you'll be yeah, back. Oh, maybe I could do that one uh, what, along with because next week's right before Valentine's Day, so uh, I'll do one of my Valentine's poems that I wrote many years ago, right before Valentine's Day. That would be great. I look forward to that. All right, sweetheart, thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you so much for sharing, and we will talk to you next week. You have a really good night. Oh, okay, you too. See you later. Okay. All right, our next caller comes from Eric Ho, da-da-da, 702. 702, you are on the air. Miss Nyla, Jimmy Ray Davis here, the word machinist in the house. Hey, Jimmy, how are you doing, sweetheart? The Speakeasy Cafe where I love to play. I'm doing good. You sound pretty good for a COVID-inflicted wretch, you know. I uh, so. I woke up last night and knew something wasn't feeling right, and so I tested when I got up this morning. I knew. I knew last night when I woke up that I was going to test positive. So, well, this is only this is only day one. But it's not going to – I'm going to be perfectly fine. Everything's cool. Everything's good. I'm just chilling, yeah. hanging out. Yeah. So what do you have for us tonight, Jimmy? Absolutely. Nothing, uh, nothing's held you back or held you down before, so I don't anticipate going to do much to you. <laughs> um, yeah, we have uh, – I know we, we probably have a full house tonight, so we're going to go ahead and roll through. Uh, my first piece, um, quick preface, it's called Black Tears, but this is not for um, – Black History Month. This actually was, I wrote a comment on Jessica, a poem by Jessica Brooke, and occasionally I will wax poetic in my comment. And as I did so, I thought, um, this, this, I, I need to flesh this out. This, this is going to be a poem here. So that's where this comes from. Um, and you know, Nyla, throughout my history of writing, I've at some point or another, um, I've written for probably just about every demographic that's ever been persecuted or held held back. I don't limit that to one month a year. That's whenever it hits me. But knowing and understanding the significance of this month, I will be posting. Where are we posting our poems again? 
for the Black History Month contest? On my page. On my page and or so reading them on the show. Okay, so on your, your page, not the Speakeasy page. Um, yeah, my personal page. My personal page okay. is kind of like the the bulletin board for the cafe. You guys can just come on there and post anything you want that you want each other to see. It's always been that way. All right. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do that, and then probably either the next show or uh, the following show will still be in the month of February. I will – I'll post that poem, and I'll also read it. I read it once before on the show. It's called The Ballad of Jimmy Freeman. But for tonight, I'm going to start out with Black Tears. On dirty parchment, backs of grocery store receipts, madly typed on our idiot phone screens. We write. We need to. Pages in a book, our life's story expelled for all to gaze upon, interpreting, maybe judging. So it must be. On the wings of our soul, ink birds in poetic flight, dotting pages with black tears, years locked, internal prisons. Our hearts hold the key, but our pens break the lock, cultivating our creations as we quietly storm the palace. And boom. Wow. That was incredible, Jimmy. Thank you, And um, you know that that gets you into the drawing, right? That gets me into... The drawing. What, what, what? It gets me... Well, I like that. So go ahead and yeah. slap me down in there. <laughs> I'll smack, take it. Smack, smack, you're um, <laughs> But we do, uh, you know, and you talk about it all the time, and, and I completely, you know, we don't, Everybody, we, we all have different opinions on different things. Um, but one of the things I know that me and you both severely agree upon is the myth of writer's block, and that's kind of like where I was going with this. It's you know we write. It's something we. It's something you got to. You have to feel the need to do. You have to have fun doing it. But you have to feel that pull. And and if you don't feel the pull, you still write. The pull is going to get you, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so next piece to, to, um, explore, you know, tough subjects as I like to do. Now, both of these were written in the last few days, by the way. So these are both really new. This is, you got the ink still dripping off of them. So this one is called walk away. Oh, he laughs at you as you walk away. He wants his dinner. He wants to get laid. How in the hell did wine and roses turn into this? Raising a fist? You either didn't see it coming or you did too many times. His crimes cannot be truly painted in a rhyme. A century ago, back at the wedding, grabbed your arm tight, too tight, admonishing for laughter shared with your sister. He knew then. He did. Yeah, but you went ahead because he treated you nice most of the time, at least at first, until nuptial blessings became a curse. 
saw your mother go through the same twisted game as you were shielded from the worst. Yet children have a thirst to see the truth. They see and remember much more than we know. Realization takes hold. You are a woman. You are strong. You have a heart built on a foundation of love, compassion, while he flashes a toothy smile, a mere bully, a petulant child. Saying goodbye to wasted years is much easier than you think. One stiff drink, keys in the ignition, a suspicion he'll impede, but alas, he knows. He no longer has control. Driving away, uneasy, trepidatious, exhilarated, free. Leaving town, but first, a stop at the cemetery to visit your son. End poem. Damn. Loving the hue of black and blue. That was a... That was a punch in the gut. Well, we need those punches in the guts, I think. I think uh, too many times topics are, you know, swept. You know, and it's not, it's just, it's, there's so many, you know, domestic abuse, uh, um, uh, some of the ugliest examples of racism, child abuse, things like that. Um, Standardly, it's like, you know, we sweep these things. We don't want to, we know they exist and we're horrified, but we don't want to face them head on because that would make them even more real. But but we need to. And I think sometimes pieces like that are important. And I, I didn't have a specific, um, there was nothing specific in, that drew me to pen that. It just was, as, as often does when I write, as you well know, I just, uh, I get a little, tiny smidge of an idea and I just see where it takes me. So mm-hmm. that's what we did there. Um, now that we're going to get this uh, dog and pony show on the road, as they like to say, and uh, I knew you liked that one. And um, so give me Ray Davis, Word Machinist. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Reverb Nation under the Word Machinist moniker. Type it in. I'll be there. Very easy. On Facebook, my poetry page is Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry. Come by, check it out. On that, that page is unique uh, compared to my other ones because on the Facebook poetry page, I post the text version of the poem as well as the video for the poem. So it's kind of a dual format. Um, I believe it was Kendra who said in a comment on TikTok that a comment on one of my videos, she said it was like 3D poetry. I, I like that. I think that's pretty cool. That's that is great. Pop. We're doing the images. We're doing the music. I had another comment from somebody that says she's visually impaired, so she just sits back and closes her eyes and listens to it and the music and the voice, and, and it works. So it's kind of nice to be able to reach everybody on a different level. So anyway, that's the deal. Nyla, I want you to take care of yourself. I hope you're eating that chicken soup because, you know, chicken soup is, uh, you know, if you got a little broccoli, throw a little broccoli in there too. Broccoli will knock anything out. I've got... I've got curry coconut, actually, soup. Uh, well, that's, that'll work. Like herring, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Great uh, job tonight, uh, honey. Thank you so much. Absolutely, and we'll see you next time. You take care of yourself. You're amazing. I will. Thank you, sweetheart.
All right. Our next caller comes from Mr. Michael 731. My darling, get on the air. The seer of seers has made his call from his Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania station. Into each life a little snow must fall. Six more weeks, he said, the duration. Turn up the boombox. Let's have a song. Let a polka tune ring loud and clear. Bill may not always be right, but he's never wrong. From Gobbler's Knob, who better up next year. Happy Groundhog Day, Speakeasy Cafe. <laughs> Every time I think about groundhogs, I don't remember what it was I said that messed up so bad one year, but you had a field day with it. Punks, punks of cola or something like that. I don't remember what I said. It was funny. Thank you for reading that poem. I love it. It makes me happy. I posted something about him today, folks with Honey Phil, and Debbie Philly came along and said, is that today? My gosh, she lives in Pennsylvania. I said, next year, I'm coming out there. I'm coming out there and picking you up on the way. We'll go together. So, anyway. Oh, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's get to the poems. I've wasted time now. Uh, my first poem is almost 10 years old. Can't believe it's this old. It's a poem that I wrote. I wrote it for my friend, South Philbrook, who's not with us anymore. But I tried to emulate his style of sonnetry where his lines don't come to a dead stop, okay? They go into the next one, and it's, it just drives me nuts. I finally said I'm just going to do one, and uh, and uh, I did. I did, and I, and I sent him a, a message about it and said, hey, si, I, I tried my hand at writing Sonic Psy style. Does this work, or have I crashed and burned? Also, is there a specific name for this type of Sonic? And he came back, and he said, it's excellent. The form is a Shakespearean Sonic. He was being sarcastic. And he said, if you're going to steal, steal from the best. <laughs> I didn't steal. Anyway, <laughs> not, all sonnets are not all sonnets are created equal. And uh, ironically, uh, um, this this poem is about dead people. It, sorry, I had no idea at the time. It just ended up that way. It's called Pauper Graves by Michael Pine. Enter a scoundrel, exit a hero, venturing toward eminent domain. In her mind, just a waste of time, although nothing ventured leaves nothing but to gain. Rattling, the cost was time they had to spare until inevitable times of vanquish. Dormant, she held with tender loving care, even tempered liaison fail, fatal, failed wish. Exceeds never trying, lessons learned veer from former expectations. Advantage for neither to negate or steer clear. Effigies in earnest affect the pledge. Cold hard night shrouds pauper graves. For these quests, there's no depth penalty for welcome guests. In form. Wow. No depth penalty. Michael, that was incredible. Thanks. You're very welcome. And I appreciate you sending me a 
sending me the things I could read along with it. It really it helps me right now. It's really I can cool. do that every week. The problem is, is most of the time when I read stuff, I don't know what I'm reading for right before you say read something. So, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. This worked out well this week. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the other one, I, I knew I was going to read it. I just I just wrote it uh, recently. Uh, this refers back to my space time, and I, I had a friend there who I really wasn't that close with. Then I, I didn't get close to him till toward the end. Uh, David McClansky, you know the name. I've read bukus of his poems here on the on the air. He used to send me emails and uh, say, hey, read page so-and-so for my book on Knowledge Show. And he would tune in and listen. And I was always happy to do that. But he had several friends that he bounced around with. Uh, uh, Friday nights, I'm going to make a reference to Friday nights. Friday night was different on MySpace for poet people because it was a dead time. A lot of people were gearing up for poetry challenges on Saturday. Those were big blocks. And uh, they would find out in advance what the topics were going to be, and they'd be working on that. There just wasn't a lot of social stuff. Um, that's how Poets Roundtable got started. Some of us like, what are we going to do on Friday night? So, But anyway, uh, of David McClancy's friends, uh, he had some that were pretty close, and he wrote about them. But there was one in particular that that it was it was different. And... Uh, and her name's Dale Winslow. You know, she's somebody that I admire greatly. I've read her stuff. And, and uh, she went by Blackbird on uh, on MySpace. Mm-hmm. It was David and some of his people that taught me riffing, which is responding poetically in commentary. Jimmy Ray was just talking about that a minute ago. And so I kind of learned it from them, and it, it didn't catch on immediately, but once I got the hang of trying it, it was a lot of fun. So the last thing about this poem, it's written, it's five uh, five parts, okay, five paragraphs, five verses. And the first, third, and fifth are from his perspective, and the second and fourth are mine. The rhyme schemes are different. It's on purpose. Anyway, I'll, there's, a, there's a disclaimer at the end of it. And I'll include that with the poem, okay? I'll tell you okay. what I've done. This is called Off the Cuff, On the Wing, for Blackbird. Constructing mortar and block is compelling. During casual reading, he was not telling. In real time, such declaration to responder was simply not considered to openly ponder. Part one reflects what wasn't it first heard. Part two yields to that which was not seen. If a riff was in order, just say the word and said riff was on order to intervene. These are our ploys to engage and extend, hoping to delay an inevitable end. Friend. With lifelong scroll to append and sin, comprised and disguised as clever pretend. He said, you go first, and I will comply. From there, you match for a volley. I will sit on the sidelines, too shy to try, knowing I would flatly fail, falling to folly. We all came to love Friday night reviews, 
where we might pirouette with our muse. Only one here will know to what this infers when first words were his and the last were hers. Disclaimer. Listening to a music album by Blaze called Adebase, there are two tracks that are telling, two musical tracks regarding you, Theo Winslow. The song, If You Build It, They Will Come, reminds me you were David McClansky's favorite. Do reminds me you are mine. In peace. That was the way that you read those together, the way the rhyme schemes were different, really made it clear that there were two distinct voices in that poem. But the one thing that brought them together seamlessly, which makes them seem like they were the written, written by the same person, showing how well the two of you fused that together, was the internal rhyme, that, that melodic quality that you used with sound rhymes, both of you did throughout the whole piece, words playing off of each other. That was fantastic to listen to. Sweet. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Anytime, Michael. All right. Hey, if anybody wants to come hang out with me, you can come to my MySpace. No, I'm not MySpace. How about MikeTodd.blogspot.com? <laughs> That's where I'm Mike Todd, M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D. I'm sorry. I was looking at my MySpace page. I'm sorry. You know, there's there's a MySpace site that's still up that's, that's Ponsatani Phil's site, okay, the real Phil. And his number two friend out of all his friends was me. You know who number three was? Aww. You know who number who? three was? Bill Murray. Who? Oh, that's funny. I love Bill Murray. Yeah. You know, Groundhog Day came out in 1993, so it's a 30-year anniversary. You know what made me fall in love with Bill Murray was the Aunt Jemima treatment, the scene where he's doing the Aunt Jemima treatment. I was hooked. I was his from that point on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Time for me to step aside and make room for the real part. Hey, it's a great show so Thank far. Thank you, Michael. Pineapple Thank XVI you. was on fire tonight with his license plate medley. And Jimmy Ray was, hell, Jimmy Ray, who could beat that? Followed by you. It is a great start to the show. Mm. Hope you get feeling better. <laughs> Thank you, honey. We'll talk to you All soon, right. sweetheart. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, our next caller. I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers so you kind of have an idea. We have Jessica coming up at 860, followed by Eric at 903, and Soldier Blue at 832. All right, so let's go ahead and grab 860. You are on the air. Hi. Hello, <laughs> sweetie pie. Hi, it's Jessica Brooke, and I have a couple of poems to read, of course. Um, and I did send them to you. I did put them on your page uh before already so i don't know if you're going to be able to read aloud did you get them i am pulling it up now okay awesome okay okay the first one is gonna the one i'm gonna read is called her soul's story her soul's story 
The spark died along the riverside. They embraced, she traced the lines upon his face. He said goodbye with a backwards glance. She realized this was her final chance. Racing to him, she spilled her heart from her innermost silent part. Her soul bared before his feet. Unbeknownst to her, his heart skipped a beat. Into her eyes, he gazed deeply, said to her so very sweetly, I have been waiting for so very long to hear your heart's song and poem. Aw, that was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, just that I was gonna. The idea came just the first two lines came to me. Um, the spark died along the riverside, and I didn't really realized it was gonna end up being something positive, but it did. Like a lot of mine doing. <laughs> um, and moving right along, this is one from 2013. I thought that was in my memories, and there's not a title on it. Um, okay. Sadness occurs unseen. Tears fall like petals unnoticed. A butterfly outside the window pane gives comfort to the tears. A gift from nature speaks of a dream to fly. Be free finally of chains, bound by troubles only they know. End poem. I love that. I love that. The better I outside on the window pane. That was beautiful, Jessica. Thank you. Uh, I'm just, oh, I hope oh, you welcome. feel better, by the way. I haven't gotten COVID. Thank I you. always say yes, because I just assume I'm going to get it eventually, unless I had it and then it was just a carrier or something. But, um, no, I haven't gotten it. Um, okay, you can find me on Facebook under Jessica Brooke Poetry. That's my author page. Um, Jessica Brooke apostrophe S poetry on YouTube, um, and you can find my books on Amazon under the author Jessica Brooke. All right, good night, and um, I'll see you next week. We will be here, holding our breath, anticipating your next words. (laughs) At least I can count on that. Nice to know. <laughs> All right, Jessica. Thank you so much, sweetheart. You're welcome. Good night. Bye. Good night. All right. Our next caller, area code 903. Eric, come hither. Can you hear me, Eric? Eric Sheldman, 903. 903. 903. Hello, Nyla. Sorry, I've muted myself earlier. I forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> I knew that. I could tell. <laughs> That's it. That's me. So how are you doing, sweetheart? It's good to hear from you. I'm doing pretty good. I did find out some bad news today. So uh, uh, one of my, my – actually, my only my mom's only uncle on her side, because as you probably already know, I'm adopted by my stepdad. But uh, my only uncle on my mom's side died today. He went septic, and he also got COVID and pneumonia all at the same time. And he wasn't, and he's he's been smoking for I don't even know how long, like since he was 17. He's 55, but he died today. So there's that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and I had some stupid drama 
with my landlord. Just nonsense. So. Yeah, fun, fun. But other than that, I'm doing all right. And I finished a new poem today, and I'm actually probably not going to read it. I'll wait until next time. That's fine. But I sent you a couple in your message here uh, just now. So the first one is the photo prompts after I was wed. So this woman named Tricia McCourt, she has a Stark Poetry Society group and something else. But anyway, she posted these um, photos, and this one is a man and woman. And surprisingly enough, her dress shows up as a skull <laughs> behind her when they're kissing. There's a castle in the back. <laughs> I see that. And there's parapet. Awesome. seagulls. I figured you'd like that. Anyway, so here we go. An Ideal Wedding by Eric Shellman, Word Monster. A bride and groom, bride, sorry, my bad. Bride and groom are standing on the washed out ruins of castles, parapets, with an, an abandoned castle to the left of them. Bride and groom, after the pre- preacher said, you're now man and wife by the ocean and on the beach as seagulls fly from that old abandoned stone castle to meet and congratulate the uniting of these two lovebirds, their masters. Breezy winds blowing chilly airs, making a skull out of the bride's back of her dress. Oh, my bad. Making a skull out of the bride's... Yeah, my bad. I'm just totally messed it up. Making a skull out of the bride's back of her dress into a skull... Yeah, that shouldn't be there. All right, that's fine. They made themselves king and queen of this abandoned castle on the sea and lived happily ever after until a tsunami came and wiped out their castle and drowned them as it fell on top of them and as it fell back into the sea. That's in peace. Wow. That was incredible. Thank you. Um, what's funny is, remember you told me about, I told you I wanted to write my own gothic story and gothic novel one uh-huh. time, one day. Um, I actually got a comment, I forgot exactly what she said, but she basically said that was her little, <laughs> the woman that sent the photo prop, she said that that reminded her of the gothic castle story. I was like, right on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fairly that short, but well, that's right? fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, cool. an, it's an awesome photo that goes along with that. Yeah, it is. Thank you. So what we got today is Groundhog Day. So I just got this published on spillwords.com. They are a uh, literature e-zine. I mean, they might be. I don't know if they're a little literature journal or just an e-zine. I don't, I don't know. But anyways, here we go. So this is why I'm not going to read the other one. I was going to read my brand new one. Uh, Cora's alphabet. So I did all the alphabet from A to Z, and I did Horus from each letter as well. So anyways, here we go. Groundhog Day. I sent you the link on this. So, by Eric Shellman. Word monster. So here we go. Groundhog's predictions, winter weather, winter's in, shadow or not, fill the groundhog comes out of Hole, or, sorry, my bad. Out from hole, Pnux Twainy, 
Pennsylvania State, February 2nd, Gobbler's Knob, Punex Zoo 20, Pennsylvania Shadow Knot, Badger and Groundhog, Waiting Rodents, Forecast Season to Continue or End, Germany's Religious Original Holiday called Candlemas Day, Used a badger seeing its shadow or not, predicting second winter or deeming spring equinox. Excuse me. Hedgehogs, badgers were replaced by groundhogs once Germany's Candlemas Day came to the U.S. because it was not native to eastern North America, then arrived and altered in America early, uh, yearly. My bad. Atmospheres, airy. Accuracy once bad weather burrow barometer broadcast chilly climate cloudy cold condition Celsius centigrade chill circulation climate climb out cloudy cold front color condensation conditions conversion cumulus cycle cyclical Degrees, density, density, uh, density, yeah, density, detection, dew, disruption, drizzle, emerge, emerge, early spring, environment erupts, extreme, February foretell, forecast, Fahrenheit, flurries, frost, freezing, fog, front, groundhog, gauge, ground, gusty, hibernate hole, holiday, hedgehog, Hell, Harebringer, uh, Hibernal, Humidity, Heat, Imaginative, Impact, Influence, Instruction, Instruments, Inversion, Isobar, Isotherm, January, Jet Stream, Judgment, Keenness, Lookout, Late Spring, Latitude, Longitude, Lightning, Liquid, Mammal, marmot, meteorology, mild myth, measure, measurements, melt, mercury, meteorology, mist. Oh, I don't know why I have that on there twice. That's my bad. Yeah. <laughs> mist, moisture, nature, natural, nature, normal, omen, ominous, observation, occluded, uh, front, occlusion, ozone, twenty. Phil, Pennsylvania, portent, predictions, particles, precipitations, pressure, prevailing, prognosticate, quest, questings, quickly, quiet, rodent, retreat, radar, rain, rainbow, reflection, region, regional, sea, second, sunny, shadow, sign, signal, sprung, Stormy, Dory, six weeks, saturation, scale, scientific, scientist, seasonal, centennial, severe, snow, squall, temperatures, tunnel, thaw, thermometer, thunderstorms, underground, upwind, vapor, veer, velocity, venereal, or vernal, I bet, vernal, warm, worn, warning, Watch weather, winter, woodchuck, whistle pigs, senior, yearly, staphyl, zone, singing, praising, worshiping, fill, 
the groundhog, hard bringer, awaiting his wonderful predicting skill, ceremoniously celebrating this decision by their arbiter, Groundhog Day, Groundhog's weather predictions, he sees his shadow or not, awaiting him to rise up, winter's contribution, or continuation, my bad. Winter's continuation, spring's beginning, chill, groundhog, religious, traditional, celebrated ceremoniously, year. Then, weather predictions, climate staying in. There was once a badger who foretold winter solstices in. Spring equinox beginning gold became a groundhog once in America, predicting either six weeks of winter, esoterica, or spring's beginning by seeing its shadow or not behold. What's that? In peace, sorry. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, that was that was awesome. It's like Thank being on so it was much. like being caught in the rapids. Listening to you read that. Yeah. That was incredible. Thank you. That's the one that's in my books. I'm still working on that one too. So I got I think I got 21 now that I got done. I'm doing 60. I'm still working on those. I got a little sidetracked, but that's fine. I'll get there. <laughs> but thank you so much. I appreciate You're it. You're It's okay. Yeah, it happens. You're <laughs> very welcome, my dear. And uh, do you want to? I really do appreciate it. Yeah, this is uh, Eric Shellman, Word Monster. So I don't know if you know. I could just make a public announcement. Jimmy Ray Davis gave me the nickname Word Monster and described me as a Word Monster, so I've taken that on <laughs> as my AKA. That, so I'm still works. doing Eric Shellman, but I'm just merging both. So that's fine, and that's cool, and I appreciate that. And uh, thanks for the wonderful lineup. Uh, Jimmy Ray Davis is phenomenal, of course. Michael Todd, great. Um, Jessica, the pers- the woman in front of me, I forgot what her last name is. She's pretty great, and uh, and um, uh, Pineapple 16, he's always humorous and quirky and funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's uh, Jessica everybody Brooks. Everybody else on the yeah. show. Um, yeah, Jessica Brooks, my bad, yeah. And then you got mm-hmm. Gina Storm and Poetical Angel. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Ralph Wild or Rafe Wild. Let's see who else. <laughs> this is basically everybody. Oops, my bad. So, but anyways, this is uh, Eric Shellman, Word Monster. You can find me on on um, oh, sorry uh, Twitter. You can find me on uh, Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. It's Eric Shellman, Word Monster. Uh, and that's really it. You can find me on Spill Words. Uh, it's Eric Shellman. I got I think ten right now. Mostly holidays. I got a couple that aren't, that weren't holidays, but I'm doing the holiday thing right now. So um, I got a lot of my stuff there, and they're digging that. So uh, that's cool. And you can, of course, usually find me here on the Speakeasy Cafe Thursday nights when I can make it. So, anyway, thanks for the platform. Thanks for everything you do for us. Uh, thanks for the shout out. Jimmy sent me a video. I don't know if he sent it to you. I'm sure he did. Um, and he did a shout out for I think five poets and poetesses as well for the show. And uh it was a little video thing, it was pretty awesome. 
But uh, everyone have a great night. Happy ground, Groundhog Day uh, if, if you uh, follow it. If not, it's just some. It's just a little fun and whimsical thing to do. And as as Michael Todd and and everybody else says, let's let the the next poets jump on. <laughs> and poetesses too. Awesome. Thank, well, thank you, you so Eric. much, Nyla, Appreciate for everything you, you do. Love you. Appreciate you too. I'll try to be here next week Love if you I can too, be. Sweetheart. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Have thank a great you so night. Much, Eric. You're night. welcome. Not, but. All right, our next poet, dun, 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 Soldier Blue. Get on here. Hey, what's up, Miss Nyla? Well, not a whole lot, brother. I, what's I, going I, on with you? Well, I, I was just gonna say we must have we must have basically been tag teaming because I'm just coming out of mine and you're going into yours. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Had another one of those stupid three day nonsense things. And it's nothing. You know, I never I hate, get sick like this ever, and I am such a well, baby. I am the biggest baby when I'm sick. Yeah. I can't even tell you. I whine and snivel and cry, mm. and I need my need my lotion, Kleenex, and someone rub my feet. And this is horrible. I'm not even looking forward to this. I don't think I, I can train my dog to just, rub my feet for me. Yeah, you know. I I just get mad because I just get irritated with not you know not being able to you know carry on like I usually do you know that's that's the part that just gets me and it's just like dude I have got no time for this nonsense so right exactly yeah it's like come on man better things to do than just blow snot bubbles all day long. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I knew that Christopher had COVID, and I knew that I was probably catching it from him. And so I took mm-hmm. off on Tuesday and went and spent yeah. the entire day at the beach because I figured if I was going to be down for a week sick or if I was going to be down and not get up from being sick, I was going to have my down yeah. day at the beach. So I went and I had know, a fantastic right. time. Well, kept good. my mask on and stayed up by the cliffs and poked at fossils and yeah. it was awesome. So hey. now, now I'm ready to sit here and be a good girl and take my medicine. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, look, squirrel. What'd you bring for us tonight, baby? <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, look, squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I'm supposed yeah, to be yeah, sick? Yeah, I know, I, know, I know my friend. <laughs> uh-huh. This is, this actually was an interesting piece because it went off in a, in a it's not a, not an, a a uh, different direction for me in terms of I haven't done it before it's just one that I haven't gone uh, or I should, I should say it's just a a direction of travel I haven't uh, um, taken in a, in a bit so I was real happy to you know watch this one come out and 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 see see how it uh, unfolded itself. Uh, I apologize, but as you as you know, or I mean, I'm sure you know, uh, most of my works are paper and pen, baby. So, hey, not really much of a way I can I could send you that. Uh, That's but, okay. Um, you know is... that I love that. <laughs> well, I just I, I mean I, I and I I'm, I'm I am totally serious when I say this. For me, the magic is the pen and the paper, baby. That's it. 
I, I don't. I, I don't. Agree. I, I mean, you know, I, this is just silly, but you know. go ahead. No, oh, I was just going to say. I mean, I don't mind, you know, uh, being able to publish, you know, online and you know, and and and, and you know, send things to people like that. But but the initial uh, creativity is always with a pen and a paper. You know, it's funny is I won't even submit to a journal unless it's a paper, unless it's a printed journal. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't publish online. Isn't that that's so snobby? <laughs> but I want, you know, if something happens and all the batteries go out, I want it in, on paper. I want something that I can bury that in a thousand <laughs> years from now, archaeologists can, can dig up and say, oh my gosh, she was so wise. <laughs> I just, I, I, it's the same I reason I don't want to be cremated with... because you know, you what go. if the what if the Egyptians are right? You know. <laughs> hey, okay. Now, I, I want mine to be out there in the cyber sea somewhere to smack somebody in the head every time they turn around and they see the the, the surf coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, can you do those sound effects on. for me again? <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to get myself back up too, girl. I mean, like I say, I, I've been, I was, <laughs> I was sunk down low, and I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put some air back in the tire, man. So, yeah, no, this, this is a, this is a good piece though. It's called Ink, uh, Ink Meets Dreams. Ink meets dreams in a crow's skull, ether and flesh, gakeju. Faint threads of messages to fade and flame with proximity. Poe wapa. Ancient heads of ageless ceremony, notes of flavor, motes of silt woven into the skeins of scowling hours of the night tides. River shale, freshwater currents. Watergrass, that we shall seize and bind to our hair and wounds of spirit. Blue music swells with the rhythms that smell like the darkness the crows have gotten used to. Gake, crow, flying for a murder. Its skint skull sways in the wind with a dreamer's nod. Ether and flesh, the feather dance takes on new life. Heat, spirit, a palm touch, abitra, a torch, daga, igake, for the shadows, gedak. Below and behind, and the hand fades. Away like darkness, a shroud. Nombe shabe tsikfe shage wamomshite. Old ones laying harsh words into soft ashes. Nikotse. Words hardened in the fire in a spoken whisper. Koe. Words. Dreams. Honte. Bloodborne. We are all. They thus carried, well, being Ashni, dreamers, dreams, the ink, where we meet with old crow, gake, tsage, ether, and flesh. 
ceremonial pause, a moment for reflection, refraction of images and mirrors, the ground where smoke never clears away. There is the equidistance of breath, the suck and release of thoughts given expression, while the dreams seek to maintain an air of patience. Threads of ink bleed from the frozen expanse, time without dimension, finding medium in flesh and bone, connections within a crow's skull. Dim ticks of coherency shake the rattle with a stroke. Gasuthi. Hit the drum, make a sound, make the feathers shake like something swallowed by the earth. Gushi. As if a hunger had been transferred from within a dream. Gushi. Death and longing, and always the inanimate in its meaning has nothing to offer. The dream that was created before us, messages, hailstones falling between snowflakes, the crows will find them all. They have seen them already where ink meets with dreaming ether and flesh of a crow's skull basi basi ba ice and cold have no boundaries it is their season the mix of starvation memories muscle intestinal impact imprint upon the DNA of centuries, the exposomes of recall within us as red earth, the drag marks followed by carrion crows, battlefield meets the wars of prejudice we have faced ever after, gaki, black shades of evening, dusk that tips pinions red. We are all painted red in the glow of coming night. Ceremonies, fire, songs that begin when the crow flies. Strange and terrible come the dream shades, clay painted to vermilion. Crows, they take us back to that first place in the older time, the primary, all that primal before descendancy unto being civilized. That mash of concealed garbage was never meant for us. It is why we follow the thermal drift of the winged ones, avians, corvide, oh, yes, gake, yeah, the crows. Bones of our bones that lead us to the dreams in that medium 
where ink meets with ink and tallow, paper and skin, gencha, tattoos and words. We are the ghost road born. We follow our dreams that just to the crows, a meeting of ink and dream. Donc, je vous The meeting of ink and dream. I absolutely loved that. Talking, I just forgot to unmute myself. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I was I was being Where patient because I remember what was what was being said at, at the beginning of yeah. the So <laughs> I love it when someone listens to me. <laughs> that was yeah, incredible. Actually, I really, oh, thank you. I like I say I really enjoyed writing that one. That was a guys that was a good one. You had really so. good um word pairings in there. No, thank you. You're yeah, very welcome. Going You're to... gonna read two, right? Or are you just reading the one today? Uh, yeah, well I, I can. The next one's gonna be uh, it's uh yeah, it is what it is. Um, I, I'll just, I'm going to set the scene for it, though. Um, last week, they uh, had uh, up in uh, South Dakota in the area of the, the Rosebud Reservation. They had a, some a series of storms, and it got down to negative 51 if you can believe that, I don't. I don't even know what that. I can't even imagine what that feels like. Um, and one of the, there were several people that died in that storm uh, because it was so cold, and because the emergency services uh, vehicles were unable to get to get to them, and there was a lot of finger pointing and blame going on and. I know, you know, and I understand, you know, that there needs to be, you know, those kind of uh, discussions to happen to, you know, resolve things and get things to be better. But I never saw, uh, you know, finger pointing to to really get very far. Anyway, this this piece is called "Sing Me Home." Sing me home. Bring me back to home place. And the sacred dragon stones, blessed fire, music, melodies from the flesh, the burial rock and bone, Wahoo. dust rising, golden hues reaching to black out the sun, apprehension, anticipation of a raging sky about to fall through the shrieking air, velvet wings of a bird, currents of a prayer. Please, sing me home. 
in a dusting the pull-apart venture of rhythms someone stole the green burial motive stone cold silence interrupted by spirit rage it was 12 12 years of a hoop dance that shall never end buried burned by snow upon asthmatic lungs he liked boogie boards in the ocean skies of Hunter Huntington Beach he died in South Dakota roasted by the rosebud res a young relative his uncle his aunt crying into the wind he was already part of they came too late when the road finally cleared. It was 12. May he find that those days, years, were enough for what he needed to be to learn. We're not foolish. Enough to believe in your religion, regulated heaven. We are not foolish enough to think we are like you. We are red earth. The frozen dead reminders of ancient cycles, like wounded knee, 1890 at Christmas time, death severed others of the six. Relations 51 degrees, negative 51 degrees. News leaks out as slowly as emergency services to the entrenched and only arrive too late. One of them, one and then another, Four more, five and one, who could have lived, so it has been said. Gaki Agontra. Crow wristbands. Gedaki Gaki. Shadow crows cover his chest. A message become a messenger. He lays still. As the soft moon begins to rise, so he lets go. Last breath, almost a sigh, he says, Sing me home. Only in time to transport the weary. Only there long enough from the wastelands, those who tried to preserve life. 33, 2,200, across a landscape, 890,000 acres. 
Becoming a battle cry. The mercury moves too slowly over where the blue coats left off. The killing begins with the diseases that we have garnered from our time. Becoming one of the faceless masses. Yeah. It's a melting pot, all right. The dead gather in the gray fastness of mist. A newfound fascination just enough to say, to speak, to dream of blessed words. Sing me home. The wolves pack the thunder. The people die in the shadows of what should be their refuge. The dogs howl at the stars through a winter haze. Shungi. Wolves, dogs, canines, what matters is the form of the conversation and the 12 years that joins 54 years who joined 59 years time death is here for us all we are red earth we are not here for you the cheap forces and military might, we are here to ensure that the people endure Red Earth, Lakota, Niogonska, Cheyenne, Nimipu. We are we. We are the ghost road born. Sugar marks on the highway. Where is that hail? It is the season of senselessness. And all those days of running replaced by becoming a target at home place. Slow warm words of becoming... And someone says, I will become a gypsy. You will not kill me standing still. Candles burn. Light becomes incandescent. Dagoska. Burning out other lights. The stars that hold them. Soon... The sun will be out and we will morph eternal. Me itomitsashi, the sunrise that does not die. Moon trips on the horizon as the sisters gather beyond the sounds of starvation and echo in that chorus line of chorus. 
Sing me home. We are Red Earth. We are the Ghost Road Born. And we will walk our relatives home. Sing me home. That was an incredible, incredible piece, Soldier Blue. <clears throat> Emotional read, indeed. Damn. That was amazing. I appreciate that, Ed. It's just, uh, you know, you see these things happen, and, you know, it's like, I know it's, you know, it's, it's just, I guess, in some ways, you know, some people would say, well, it's just life, but, I mean, you know, from where we stand, and we're looking as, we, we, I don't think I can say, because it's the only way that it'll actually make sense. There's a saying of the Cheyenne people, everything is part of today, past, present, future. Everything is part of today. We don't just see where we're standing. We know where we've been and we know what we see ahead of us. And it's just, you know, we're we're looking at all of that and it's like, okay, you know, is there going to be that pause, you know? Where where's the pause? You know, when do the young ones get to stand up and walk forward so that they have the strength to be able to stand where we have stood? Mhm. Absolutely, Soldier Blue. I can't even tell you that. absolutely takes my breath away. If I wasn't trying to cough, not cough right now, I would say so much more. Uh. <laughs> I understand. I'm trying to try not to wheeze too much myself. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we're a pair, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll move it along, though. You can uh, find me, uh, Rafe Wild, at Facebook.com. Underneath in parentheses, it says Soldier Blue. You can find me on Reverb Nation under Soldier Blue Blue. And there's also the Red Earth Podcast. Uh, or, well, it's, uh, it's Red Earth One. And if you keep those words separated, it'll actually get you there a little quicker. And uh, it's a free podcast, and I've uh, I got to get busy because I want to put some more uh, episodes on there. Uh, they call them episodes; I just call them piece work. You know, my my work. So that's where you can find me. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Great job tonight. Appreciate you so much, and we will talk to you next week. Yes, my dear, and you get better, too. I will. I promise. Thank you, Soldier Blue. Hey, you know what, too? I mean, I don't know if you, you know, uh, or use this in some of the stuff that you're 
using to get better. But you know, honey, honey is a good healer. Do you know that if you do honey, it's supposed to be local honey, and it has better benefits? Yep, I've heard. A, yep, of course. Yep, it's a good healer. <laughs> yep. All right, honey. We, honey, <laughs> we'll talk to you next week, sweetheart. <laughs> honey. <laughs> honey. I know, have a good evening, baby. You too. Thank you, Soldier Blue. All right. All right. So we're going to, we have an hour left in the program. We still have quite a few callers to get on. You can read two short poems or one uh, normal longer poem. And let's go ahead and get our next caller on. 540, you are on the air. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? How I'm you doing, doing absolutely wonderful. How are you doing? I'm just Tired working. This is all charismatic. Yes, it is. Mr. Yes. Shepard, what's going on? What are you going to read tonight? Well, I, I just want to commend you about what you said about black history. Uh, I call it black history mm-hmm. anniversary. I call it black history. I, I had the connotation of uh, anniversary in there. Um, so, you know. Make it more of a celebration. Um, mm-hmm. So, my uh, father is from the Black Storm. All right. You've been warned by your wickedness. Continue to go ahead and mistreat us. Then you look at me. You look at me into your own inferior. Like my skin is more beneath you in your eyes. You look at me like I don't belong into a society that you feel like I am lower than you. But then, don't you realize that tornadoes follow like in cycles, and different cycles follow us like down with the 12 gates going right towards your face? Mr. Officer, what did you do in Mississippi? How could you save somebody? Just like you murdered, like you murdered every black individual, I ask the question, why America hates my guts? Because of the America love me. And when I've been the history of water, of holes from the fire hoses, Sprayed down for black people wanting to vote. Feel the essence of a black storm. Can you feel the rain? Can you feel our pain? Can you understand that we are at that meeting place? Brother, you see my face. Brother, you see my skin. I am a man that is. I 
am with my own God, and you can try to make it hard. I will remind you, the black storm is coming. Everything that you have done, you have to answer for. To me, the supreme being, the powerful, you will be responsible. So if you want to keep going and keep lynching us, you will be devoured into the black storm. You saw the man kills man, the local lynch. It gives him the moment for a big drive. Wow. You know, that got you into the contest, right, Larry? Whoa. The drawing? <laughs> I know, right? Are you excited? Yes, yes. Uh, I, I, I want to say this. I'm not going to take long, but um, uh, you you have a good heart. Uh, I think that, um, you know, just uh, when, you, when you say about the black history, uh, I, I salute you for that. Um, many cases where I've heard black people say, well, we don't take black history uh, more seriously, but, you know, George, it started with George Washington Carver. It was a week, one week, and then it, it extended. Bursary month will save a study 365 days a year, but it's that one special month when it becomes more celebrated than ever. And that's why I added that connotation of anniversary. Celebrate and salute to George Washington Carver. That's a really good point. Well said. Well played, Mr. Shepard. You. You're welcome. <laughs> um, oh, well, You're very I'll, welcome. You want to be real quick and tell me where you can follow, follow me? You follow me on uh, Please, Facebook. Yes. Uh, I do website uh, website development. Um, if you if you need one, um, you can uh, look at me um, on Instagram. So you know, I will be. I do shows. Um, I'm doing shows. If you want to look at me while I'm on the truck, um, it's Boss Life in the Truck Lane. I'm doing that on Facebook. If you want to see my life as a truck driver, I will be on YouTube. So you can see boss life in the truck lane, and you see just how I am when I in this truck. That's that's my show. That uh, until I get to the radio, I'll be doing both. You guys make sure you go check him out, Larry. Thank you so much. I mean, Mr. Automatic Charismatic. Thank you so much for being here and sharing tonight. You did a fantastic job, hun. Uh, I know, thank right? You, <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweetheart. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week, honey. <laughs> Bye, babe. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 815. 815, you are on the air. Gina. Happy Thursday, Hi, sweetheart. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just love Thursday. I love you. 
homework that I got from you last Thursday, and you told me to write a, po- uh, a piece about my fur baby because I've been a uh, meowing. Yes, Luna, <laughs> life with Luna. With Luna is what I titled it. That's what you told me to do, and I did my homework. Mm-hmm. She left the room. She'll be back. If she hears her name, she'll be back. All right. So, Life with Luna. This piece was homework from my sister Nyla, assigned to me so I could write a poem about my fur baby. I'm going to pen this new ink about my broke roommate. Right away, I thought I would do it that day. That was a week ago. I would write it out, actually, immediately. But I didn't. I was procrastinating, so I wrote it about an hour ago. Needless to say, I have a bed for this diva, and she has the blanket that she was wrapped in as a newborn kitten. I call it her day one blanket. She has another, but she doesn't like it as much. She takes naps, however, everywhere. Late night, early morning slumber is up against my back or across my legs. Lately, it's been on top of me. She's lying in my chest, and her nose is practically touching mine. I didn't people much last year. I can't do it this year either. I can already see. They're the same assholes they were previous. I've been living alone, and it suits me. My roomie tolerates me at best, raises her voice when she feels ignored. Yawn, scratch, stretch. Side eyes me repeatedly. I felt as if my choice was not mine. She plays on her own mostly, stopping doing the things that she found that I didn't like so much. Without any discipline having to be imposed, she's not on the bathroom sink or the kitchen counters any longer. Twice, I wanted to give her up, actually give her back. I threatened to tape a note to her carrier along with her food, treats, toys, litter, blankets, bed, pillows, scratching posts. Damn, I guess I've been doing the most because she moved in a month ago, and I'm actually amazed that I have so many things that make her happy. She's meowing in my face right now because she doesn't care anything about this poem. She just knows that it has something (laughs) to do with her. (laughs) I'm actually amazed at her personality and her beauty. She cries while I'm in the shower and break dances during my bubble baths. This is what she's been doing so far. My life with Luna. She makes me smile and laugh. Both good medicine and she becomes instantly a pothead like Top Cat. When I elevate, she relaxes and it's kind of nice. So I'll use patience, even when she's a lunatic, trying not to evict and put my little broke roommate out. I don't want to have to tell my daughter to come get her and her shit because she can't use my phone. No. I love Luna, and life with her has been amazing, so we won't have to call Tyrone. I don't know where we're going to go to next, so this is to be continued. I will storm out while she prances and meows about, and until next time, in peace. I love it. <laughs> I knew that it would be, but I love that she was like doing a collab with you in the background. <laughs> that was great. All I could think was, she cares nothing about me. This is all about her. <laughs> she 
running around. A little diva. <laughs> she, pushes, she pushes my foot up off the floor so she can get underneath it, and I can rub her with my foot. She's on the floor. But when she's on the bed, she wants me to rub her with my hand. She's on the floor. She arches her back so that, yeah, my foot is raised, and she can get underneath it. And she's doing it over and over again. Ugh. Yeah. So that's it. I'm they train do- us so well. <laughs> Yes. Oh, but she does roll over like a dog. If I do a circle with my index finger, <laughs> she will literally roll over. I love that. I got to catch it on video. She, um, yeah, she she knows when I'm taking pictures, and I think videos even vex her more. So not trying to, you know, make her mad because I don't like her when she's mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying she's my boss, but, yeah, she's kind of the boss of me. But I've been enjoying her. I really am. And I'm glad that I have her. And I don't know how I had survived all this time before she got here. Very cool. I'm so glad. And I'm, and thank you. Thank you for doing your homework. It makes me so happy. You're welcome. Thank you for giving it to me. It made me happy. And I'm glad I, I got that. <laughs> and I didn't procrastinate too long and wasn't ready for my assignment. But I'm going to be one and done. Um, um, at Gina Storm, hashtag Gina Storm, Google Gina Storm, Facebook Gina Storm, Instagram Regina F. Brooks, and Twitter Regina Brooks 7. But um, yeah, you can also catch me at Gina Storm in the Small House of Poetry Clubhouse um, app. So yeah, I'm basically wherever there's poetry, and I like to be here every Thursday with you, Nyla. See you next week. Love you so much, sis. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you then. You're welcome. Bye. Good night, hon. So adorable. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code. Oh, Mama. 216, you're on the air. I'm here. Um, Hey, Mama. Hey, can you hear me? I got you. I can hear you. Okay. Uh, I I thought I was supposed to do something. I thought I was supposed to do something to get hurt. This this phone is so weird. I guess I'm not <laughs> on the right screen. I don't know. As long as you can hear me. Um, okay. We can hear um, you. I got stuff. I got stuff pulled up, and um, I got to um, do some little maneuvering here to get to the screen. Okay, this one is called. Cupid. Anyway, I hope you're feeling better. I didn't know that you had um, got the um, heebie-jeebies um, called COVID. I knew mm-hmm. that your friend your friend did, but I didn't know you had acquired it as well. So I'm real sorry to hear that. But you call me later about that so I can see what you're doing and how you're handling okay. it. Okay. So this is called Cupid. Cupid, why? Why do you aim that bow and arrow? You say you want to capture my heart and walk the straight and narrow. Don't you realize your aiming at my heart is killing me, leaving me for the vultures to devour? Life hurts down to the morrow. I wait for you to come through the door and bring me joy instead of sorrow. Cupid, why do you aim your flaming arrow at my life beat, attached with heat 
The heat of the flames, my rhyme ain't got no reason. My rhymes are no longer reasonable. You hurt me without apology, and I stay unconditionally. That's insanity. So, Cupid, don't let your arrow fly towards me. Don't let your arrow towards me fly. I need a love I can feel, a man that wants me to live, a friend with love to give. So goodbye, you stupid Cupid. I need something I can feel aside from dread. From now on to me, you're dead. Poem. <laughs> stupid Cupid. <laughs> Poor little guy gets such a bum rap, right? <laughs> what, that was whatever. fun to listen to, Mama. <laughs> okay, my Are you gonna... piece. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my second piece. Um, I think I have also pulled up on the phone, which is kind of difficult. Let me see if I can find it. If not, I'll let that be it. Because um, I'm not good at maneuvering this stupid. Uh, I think uh, that you should name your phone Cupid. Right. Because I'm going to invest in all these <laughs> different different vehicles to uh, do poetry on. And uh, yesterday I couldn't even get to the phone to call anybody. I said, what is the point of me having a phone if I can't get to the app? It's, like, you, it lets me call people. So I called AT&T finally. I told somebody to call me on the phone so I could see the app. So when somebody called me, the phone showed up. But as soon as they hung up, I still couldn't find the phone again. So I'm like, finally, I called AT&T. I said, look, this is crazy. So he said, you need to turn the phone off sometime. I said, oh, okay. So I turned it off, and then everything came back to normal. I guess this phone says, so she stays on here night and day. And not down Maybe they should just make a phone that works when it's turned on. Right, but you have to, I guess it has to reset or do something. And I never turned it off. I know. So the phone doesn't even know what to do or what to think or, like, what the hell, you know. So, um, and I can't find the other poem, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Unless I go to my computer and just pull another one up that I didn't plan on going up. Let me see what this is. Um, um, let me see if something comes up on this computer. Freedom from I guess I'm done. <laughs> All right, Mama. You can just okay, um, okay, okay. Hold, do you find on, one you on, want to read on. again. No, I'm not gonna stay on that long. I'm gonna get off and uh, go eat my food. Just listen. Um, this one is Kelly wrote this one. Let me see. Let me see. I'll read this poem since he never comes on to read anything. Okay. This one is written by Kelly, and um, I don't really have a 
set up the league, and I just copied it over here. Let me see. All right, here we go. It's called um, something. We don't even have a title on here. But it's talking about his writing skills and his. Um, it goes like this. Kelly, my bio son, says, the pen is lifted and the ink is dry. All goodbyes ain't gone, but I still say bye. All smiling faces ain't happy, so I left them to wonder why. We share the same sun, speak different tongues, but all men lie. All closed eyes ain't sleep, so beware of the wolf disguised as a sheep. Beware of the officer friendly when he's off duty, he wears a sheep. And about to kill brothers like me, <clears throat> throwing shade like hand grenades. Not knowing I'm a tree, roots are deep. Watered down gas, everything is cut. And if you know too much, then they lock you up. But the dollar bill says, in God we trust. Reach one, teach one. All we got is us. Yet guns do bust when it comes to us. Orders to kill is a must. If they can't get us dead, then they stand, they stand for the feds. We like cattle caught in a battle. Give you a cot in a bed. That way they got money off of each of every head. Cold game they play. Search for the gold and clay. Raping motherland each and every day. For diamonds and minerals. Destructive chemicals. Miseducation rules the black nation. Got you on your knees praying to Satan. Miseducated. Full of self-hatred. Brainwashed out the womb. Castrated by the most hated. Hypnotized and baptized by the same guy that goes to church with the white guy hanging from the cross, staring down with the blue eyes. Do I believe in the most high? Of course, fool. I just don't believe in little white lies. Sophisticated pilgrims wearing a fancy suit and tie. I am not satisfied with the piece of the with a piece of the pie. <clears throat> I want our forty acres and a mule. Don't get it confused. But before they had tools, my father's back was used. My father's back was used. But we all go but we all, all we worry about is the Rolex never stops for how many women we can use. Such a fool. Silly rabbits, chickens, and kids. They for hoes who's trying, who's trying to support a habit. While you sagging and bragging, genocide is in effect. They're trying to remove us from the planet. All these unsolved mysteries ain't no mystery. Documents and exiles in the Pentagon and the embassy. Black energy at 120 degrees. 120 times 3. Man, woman, child, which is 360. Without that, then we ain't complete. So they invite us to get abortions. They kill us in the street. Man-made diseases, but they sit pretty in with the cure. Price too high for us to afford. All cries ignored. When you ain't counted, when you ain't counted for, they take your melon gland, put it on ice because that's the real reason why they want our life. Cold game they play. They find gold and clay. Raping Africa each and every day for the golden minerals and the structural material. You cats take you delete what they told you. The same ones that stole you is the same ones that owe you. Kelly Blam. Boom. Black history my poem. Holy moly. <laughs> you did uh did pretty damn good on that, don't you think? You're pretty proud of your boy? Well, 
I mean, he won't come on and do his own poems. He needs to come on and do his own stuff. So it's like Timothy stuff, and he never does it. He wants somebody to hear it. You better start, like, putting it out there. Oh. I mean, what's a poem that nobody hears? When do kids ever do what we tell them to do, right? They yeah, never do what we tell them hears. to do. What's the point of giving that information out and nobody hears it? So I'll see if he'll listen to the replay. I tried to do the best I could on it, but you know, he should come and read it all pieces. He's like his he did a good job on writing it, but he was kind of reading his own stuff. Well, tell him that we loved it, and he does he does need to come read more. Right, more. Period. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm trying to be gracious. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, and um, thank you for letting me. You're very welcome. I will talk to you later because I love you, and I'm waiting to hear from you on the side phone line. Hear what's really happening. I want to know what's really happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, baby. all right, Mama. Thank you, sweetheart. Brave, 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 brave little soul. Got COVID and still doing the show. <laughs> Man, your dedication. Well, I can sit here and feel miserable and not do anything, or I can sit here and feel miserable and hang out with you guys. This, you know, yeah, pretty feel strong because I mean, I know people. Friends of mine, a lot of people did not survive it, and you're, you're doing a show and just complaining about a little sniffle, and, but evidently you're overcoming it and beating it and doing everything, so you just keep kicking COVID. Well, today's ass, only you know. day one, so we'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, but still, you're kicking his ass, so keep kicking it. You know your mother I am. kicked it, so. I am. Yeah, you know I, I kicked his ass, too. I am bad. Yeah. All right, baby. I'll see you later. Thank you, Mama. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code nine one nine nine one nine. You're on the air. Hello, 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 Nyla. Hello. My gosh, darling, it's been forever since we've heard from you. We can hear you. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, I was listening. What you said? One long, one one poem. Please. Okay. Two two short ones or one normal one? Well, okay, I'll give you one normal one. This one is called The Watcher. I am the watcher. They think that I do not see, but vigilance becomes me. The vigil is mine to keep. It is my watch, and I watch, and I see. Even when I am not looking, I see. For the vigil whispers, their guiltiness betrays them, and they lay beer before me. I see. At this Observatory post, I stand, keeping watch, keeping watch. Fate has led me here. I see the travail of men on their daily march, driven by the scheme of things. The hope lacking, the fears multiply. There they stand 
in the valley of derision. Tomorrow, the illusion. Tomorrow, days goes into evening, then the night, and the process repeats itself. Magnificence or madness, the endless query, as it is brought. Like the ocean washing to the shore, retreat only to return again and again. We are being played by the artificer of time, whom our folly amuses. It amuses us. We find humor here. The madness would be rampant, but art imitates life. So I write as I observe, if only to shed some light on the darkness and temper the madness and help us understand our follies. So I watch and is bound to this irretrievably. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Naila. <laughs> You're very welcome. Great job on that, sweetheart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely fantastic job. You're welcome. It's good to hear from you. It's been a little bit, so I'm glad you were able to call in. You, you know, I've been falling asleep. The last couple of weeks I fell asleep. You know, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but huh? once again, I mean, though, I, I mean, can tell you, you do not snore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. My son says I don't snore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I, I look forward to the open, Mike. I do. I do. I love it. Well, we look and forward thank you for to you. Us. You're welcome, sweetheart. We will talk to you next week. Yes, my dear. God willing. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. So, hey, tell everyone how to find you. No, God, tell everyone how to find you first. Don't run away. Oh, yes, yes. You can find me at Granville John Hedrington, Instagram or Facebook. Look for the lion logo with the red, green, and gold. Uh, look for me in my, sun, in my web and sunglasses and cap. And you'll there you'll find me and follow Perfect. me, follow my work. I post every day, multiple times a day. Perfect. So. All right, sweetheart. Thank, Thank you, you so okay. much. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Good night, Granville. Bye-bye. Okay. So we have area code. Oh, my board is being really crazy. Hey, if, some, if you guys just got kicked off the board for some reason, uh, go ahead and try calling back in. I just... Looks like there was a huge hiccup, and um, so yeah, if you're trying to call in, you're getting the fast, busy signal. Keep trying. If you were on hold and got kicked off hold, just go ahead and try calling back in. I'm gonna go ahead and pick up area because I'm looking at my list because I normally write you guys. I have you written down in order. We've got area code three six zero. 
Then we have 608. And then I also have 731, which is Gregory. If you want to come on the air, Gregory, press one, and I'll know it's okay to unmute you. And I also have 774. If you'd like to come on the air tonight and you would like to share something with us, please press one, and that alerts me to the fact that it is okay to unmute you. So 774. If you'd like to come on the air, please press one. There we go. I got you, babe. Awesome. All right. Let's go ahead and bring area code 360 on. 360, 360. you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. How are you doing, Nyla? How you doing, Mr. Blue? My blue man. Well, my your shoulder hurts, but that's normal now. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm here to read and... We want to get this, I'm keep excited. Show going, it's been a so. while since you've been on, so I'm really glad I, that you're here. I know. I love you so much, by the way, just so you know. Thank you. I'm going to read Child for tonight. Okay. Okay. She suffers in silent surrender and hopes there will come a time her destructive child will realize his abuse will cause her demise. She has given her all and then some. Her stamina depleted, gone, grown fragile and disfigured from blows by the hand of this superior child. Unable to replenish her resources as the life force, her essence ebbs. She is the mother, the earth, our future. We are human, the child, her end. Wow. Isn't that the way it normally goes, man? I always say kids are going to be the death of us. No, I know it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, you're going to be the death of me, child. You're going to be the death of me. And that's what our mother is saying. <laughs> that's a really good right, my yeah. sweetheart. Mother Earth, is. we need to take care of her. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. Yes. That was a fantastic read, Dave. I am so glad that you were able to call in. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you. Well, I wanted to be here more times than I have been, but things don't work out sometimes. Well, you know, life happens once in a while, and that's okay. But, you know, no matter what goes on, you know, you've always got a place here at the table where you can come back to. So Thank you. I'm thankful for when you can't. You're welcome. Okay. I'm, not, Tell I'm just going to do the lunch On Facebook, I'm the guy with the blue face and the crazy hair. That's all the only places I go to. <laughs> My blue man. All right. So Dave Kuhn, C-O-O-N, on Facebook. Look him up. He's got blue hair. He's blue, blue, Mr. Blue, and uh, <laughs> worth looking for. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank yeah. you, Dave. Great job, honey. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye, hon. All right. Let's go ahead and get Mr. James Sapien on the air. 608, are you with me? My, my wolf dogs are a lot of money. I could have made a lot of money. I'm talking like 20 grand if I my top. I cannot I hear you very it. well, James. Cannot hear you very well at all. <clears throat> Get over here. Are you there? Amy, the mother, cost me $4,500. Oh, 
2015. Okay, so we're going to mute James. I can't hear him very well. We're going to come back to him. Let's go ahead and get um, – oh, where did – oh, there you are. 732. Gregory, you're on the air. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well. Hi. <laughs> Girl, you are the COVID queen. Ah, uh, see that girl feeling like hell. She is the COVID queen. How'd you get bit? What What are your symptoms? Oh, you name it. And then you know it's really bad because the longer the night goes on, the worse I'm feeling. So you got the tight. Well, we're going to get through this. We're going to get all the way to the end. No, so far my breathing's fine. Um, mainly really? it's my a headache and a fever and sinus and upset stomach and all the good huh? sinuses and yeah. You got the body chill? Yeah, I'm sit- actually oh. I'm sitting here in mittens right now. <laughs> wow! And you just got hit yeah. a day or two ago. Oh, I today today's my Strength. first day, day one. Oh, wow! Um, and ice mm-hmm. water like messed up with my body temperature and was painful. So I drank Pedialyte. Anyhow, I drank Pedialyte for like four days in a row. I went through like four bottles a day. And it was pretty funny because Pedialyte could be kind of pricey. So the CVS, you know, because everybody knows everyone. So I just bought the, you know, CVS brand for, you know, half price. And I went through like four bottles of Pedialyte a day. So I'm with you, but the body chills really racked me. And we took that Provolex stuff, and that was killing. Mm-hmm. But the nighttime thing left the real metallic taste in your mouth. But that's because like COVID's kind of like that. It was that really knocked it out. My roommate brought it back because he's in the mix to all that. So that was my experience. You know, we kicked it out. Yeah, the first, anyhow, I don't want to, you know, bring you down. So, yeah, that's what I did. F that. I just drank Pedialyte. Okay, I have to practice out these four lines. So I'm going to just kind of read them over. I'm going to read them over again. I definitely have to rehearse them because they're they're locked in. You've heard them before. That's neither here nor there. And maybe I'll, you know, venture off. Or maybe I'll even do the second. Anyhow, I have to You'll you'll be okay. Of a past yeah. yeah. Now I hear you. Of a pastel. You ever work with Pro Tools? You know what Mm-mm. Pro Tools are. Mm-mm. Well, Pro Tools with the new technology, you don't ever have to stop when you're re- recording with tape. You could keep going, but. You would have to edit or rewind the tape. So with Pro Tools, there's no beginning and there's no ending. You can just keep going over and over again. It's like the greatest thing for recording. So all this stopping and starting is insignificant because it it doesn't really cost any time. Time of a pastel sketching cool. of rain filling of a pastel sketching of rain filling a washing bowl. Of a pastel sketching of rainwater, filling a wash, filling it. Of a pastel sketching, a pastel sketching of rainwater, filling a washing bowl. 
a pastel sketching of rain filling a washing bowl, overcasted in intervals of after silence, though diaphanous after fade, be undemanding as a puzzle of sand, be enveloped in the camouflage of its patchwork overtone. Yeah, kind of bumped on that would be. A pastel sketching of rain filling a washing bowl, overcasted intervals of after silence, diaphanous after fade, undemanding as a puzzle of sand enveloped in the camouflage of its patchwork overtone. A pastel sketching of rainwater filling a washing bowl, overcasted in intervals of after silence, in a diaphanous after fade, undemanding as a puzzle of sand enveloped in the camouflage of its patchwork overtone. We forgive the flowers that close at night, for they are the heart of the earth. So an, a Gnostic witness in an abandoned window, vacant, opaque. It's never too soon upon a long after. It's never too soon upon a long hour's afternoon. In ever-present beginningness, surrounded in quietness, ah, the sundial and its wind-swept silhouette, a contradiction of a broken shadow. Cool. Thanks. Wow. I love that line, well, uh, pastel sketch huh? of rainwater filling the water bowl. That's a beautiful, that's oh. beautiful, that's beautiful imagery. No, it's a total um, William Carlos Williams cop. It's like a total ripoff. It's horrible. Of the Red Wheelbarrow. Yeah. And that sets it up. <laughs> I know the poem. Is it something like right, of something course. about something, yeah. something, the Red Wheelbarrow, you know, and the white chicken and, yeah. And yeah, there's a chicken yeah. a lot. And what it does is, you know, the audience will, will subdivide. Because somebody will go, oh, you know, that's uh, like the William Carlos Williams rip. And, you know, the other people who don't know that, well, you don't want to goof on it, but you should do your homework. Then it goes, well, we have a bit of to be able to do that. You know, we have somebody, you know, we have cover to do that. Well, why? Well, we studied in Patterson. You know, we're from there. We grew up at the Patterson Poetry Museum. You know, and these people are, you know, our friends. So, there. So, I like it. <laughs> Anyhow, it fits right into it's locked I in like with it the too. music. Likeable? Cool. Mm-hmm. How'd you get COVID? Very much so. How'd you get COVID? Uh, Christopher, Christopher Ryan uh, works in mental health facility, and he brought it over he with brought- him. He brought it over, saying yeah. my friend, he works in the school, yeah. and it's all we would talk about. And sure enough, as soon as it came in, we were like, we're hit. Boom. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, okay. So, yeah, that's your throat scratched out? Mm-hmm. Headache? Yeah, that yep. headache stuff's wacky. Um, well, it's like, you know, I we can't recommend, but that's what... I did because I tried water, and it, it threw off my body temperature. And every time I would, you know, because your body's producing heat to repel it, and that was painful. So I said, no way, no ice water. I don't want to change my body temperature. So I stayed really wrapped up and just hammered Pedialyte. 
know, went through like four bottles a day. Okay. And I'll have to get hey. someone to go pick some up for me. All right, Gregory. Great job. Tell everyone how to find hey. you, love. Oh, everybody doesn't know by now. Uh, Instagram helps. I was just thinking, like, the soldier, too bad, because, like, I couldn't get people to do it for free, but if we were to put his readings, you know, through the the equipment it would, and stuff, that mm-hmm. would be, just sound so freaking. But, don't, you know, it would take hours, and nobody would do it for free because, you know, it's, like, professional. So that, that hit me today, mm-hmm. just listening. Like, that'd be really something. I wish I could, you know, do it. He could send the files you know, wherever he lives kind of thing. You know, but that t- it takes hours, and everybody's working on stuff. That's all. Yeah. All right. You, Thank you, Gregory. We'll talk to you next week. That. I will. Oh. I will. Yeah, Thank you busy. so much, yeah. hon. Okay. Stay, yeah, stay, you know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I'll be okay. Everything oh. will be just wonderful. Thanks, son. No, yeah, you're going to be fucked up for the next three days. Hang on. Oh, is the show Shush. not over? Bye. <laughs> Don't scare me. Bye. <laughs> no, how long, how much le- is left in the show? Oh, uh, about 17 minutes and three callers. Okay, so don't, yes, don't want to listen to the end. Okay, I'll just sense? go ahead and mute you then, love. Yep. Yeah, please, love. I gotcha. Yeah, All right. Cool Thanks, heel. sweetie. Love the love heel. Cool. Awesome. All right, our next caller comes from, let's go ahead and try to get James back. James, are you with us, 608? Hi. Hi. I don't know who you were talking to when we tried to unmute you, but I could not hear you very well. I don't think you were talking to us, so. No, I wasn't. I was on okay. a, I was on a personal rant about something. Oh, I heard you talking about the wolf puppies. All right, so we got 16 minutes left in the show. Oh, I've got you and two more callers, and go. Wow, that's fast. <laughs> All right, no foreplay, no nothing. Just give it to me. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> that was not meant sexually. So, no Jameses were hurt in the making of this poem. That's right. <laughs> or any parts. Uh, this one's entitled Orange Sky Sunrise. Twilight expands into visual light. The sun rises to the east beyond a distant mountain peak. Dawn explodes before your very eyes as you stand in the eyes of creation itself. God smiles and paints your being in the warmth and serenity of an orange sky. End poem. Oh, wow. That was beautiful. I uh, have to text a friend because I wrote it because of a picture they took. Standing up on Monarch Mountain in Colorado before the sun came up and posted a picture after the sun rose and everything was orange. The snow, the snow was orange. The sky was orange. Wow. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, that was that one. The rant was because I was mad because somebody flew a, a drone over my campsite three day, three times today in 10 minutes. <clears throat> well, you know, if you weren't running around down there in Arizona buck-ass naked, that might not happen. Well, no, I was more concerned about some nefarious person scoping out campsites for things to steal. Hey, James, are you going to read a second one, honey? Yes, I have it right here. Okay. Okay. This one's titled I'm not trying Daydream. to hurry you along, but we've got two more callers, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right. hurrying you yeah. along. <laughs> oh, no. And Paul. Oh, that was like a... Read your damn poem. <laughs> oh, it's it's titled Daydream. Okay. When I first met you, I saw a light in your eyes that I have never seen before. Your smile, soft pink rosy cheeks, glowing in the sunshine. Was this a daydream? Warm talks sometimes beckon to silent pause. Tension, good tension, floating in the air. Was this a daydream? Corny jokes, long pauses, followed by laughter, exchanging glances, exchanging smiles, exchanging energy. Was this a daydream? And as the days turned into weeks, the weeks turned into months, a summer's end, a fall begins, winter is approaching, and I ask myself, was this a daydream, a reflection in your iridescent eyes, and poem? Wow. That was beautiful, too. Very surreal. Thank you. You're very welcome, James. Yeah. Your nose sounds stuffy. I know, right? Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying Get to some horseradish. I'm not trying to be Jessica Rabbit, my sexy, gravelly <laughs> voice. Yeah, I am. <laughs> get get some horseradish. That'll get you. I'll jump jump right on it. <laughs> Thank you, James. Yeah. Tell everyone how to find you, right. baby. You can find me by typing in poetry in the wind with no spaces on Facebook. That's my Facebook page. And you can find me on Instagram at S-A-P-I-E-N-0-0-1. That's where I post pictures with my writing. And then you can find Lakota and his four wolf dog cubbies on Fuzzy's Pack, F-U-Z-Z-Y-S-P-A-C-K, no space. Uh, and if you're interested in reading any of my pieces, you can find, was, find older stuff in a book entitled Held, A Fusion of Brilliance, 
Volume 2. It's an international anthology of writers from Canada, the UK, and the US that was published, ah, I've been saying 2012, but it's actually copyrighted 2011. It was published actually in February of 2012. I actually have a brand new copy I got today. Um, so it's available on Amazon. It also has some cool art in it if you're interested in art. You can read my poem about the uh, the girl in the red dress going commando. I'm not commenting on that. I know. <laughs> I just figured I'd put that in there. For... Awesome. Yeah. All right, hon. So... We will um, talk to you next week. Yes. Is there? I have a request, though. Is there uh-huh. anything? Is it possible for you to take the image from tonight's show that was like the thank you thing? If people made contributions, if you can put it in a Facebook post that can get shared. Uh huh. I can do that. Okay, because then, you know, hopefully a whole bunch of us will will share it and it'll go all over the place and maybe become a, um, how can I say that, Um, um, poetry gone wild? (laughs) Okay. Maybe we can get get uh, the speakeasy to go viral on Facebook. Or even fun. if I could post it on Instagram, too. That would be cool. Except for right now, I've had about my seal of anything viral. Yeah, well, but this is something that you can't touch that's viral. I was joking. I was joking. I, I was know. trying to be silly because I'm I sick. know. Yeah, and I was trying to be funny, too. But I, obviously, I wasn't. You were fine. I'm. You. I'm just being. I'm, you know. I'm sick. I'm. That's just. That's my excuse. No, I right, understand. James. I get pretty. I get crabby when I get sick. I'm not crabby. Am I being crabby? I'm not crabby. Gosh darn it! I'm not crabby. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say that. But you <laughs> thought that I implied that you were crabby. Too funny. All right, sweetheart. Will yeah. we talk to you next week? I'll talk to you before then, but we'll talk to you next week, we'll, right? We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. The hermit might come out. Perfect. Might write some more. <laughs> All right, hon. We'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for being here tonight. It means the world to me. Yep. You did a great job. I wouldn't miss it. All right, well, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank Have you, a great baby. Good night, everybody. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Our last callers, we have 774 followed by 916-774. You are on the air. Hello. It's been a long time. Hello. Hi. Who is this? I hope you feel better. 
soon. Kazinia. Oh, just hey, how are you doing, the, sweetheart? I'm good. I just sent my little piece to you. I'm still working, so sorry about that. Great. But I hope you feel I better soon. Thank you. I just got over COVID myself on New Year's Day. So I know where well, you are. And I know where you I know where you will be in a week, so that's great. Don't tell me. That's the good just don't tell oh, me. No. Everyone keeps telling me oh, how sick they got. I don't want to know that, you guys. <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. A week from now, you'll be you'll be all better. You'll Thank be, you. Yep. In time for the next reading. So I'm just going to jump into this. I just wrote this the other day. And, um, yeah, I'll just do one. How to write a nature poem. All I ever want is to walk about and write the sound of birds drumming against the trees, but motherfuckers and their systems keep killing black folk. So much beauty in the natural world, but motherfuckers and their systems keep killing black folk. 37 steps from my back door to the edge of Jenny Pond and morning sun reflected off the water rippling around a duet of swans, made it for life, their flock of babies trailing behind, fuzzy with molted plumage, only half as bright as the speck of amber in my daughter's eye. Ain't stopped motherfuckers and their systems from killing black folk. The neighbor's eucalyptus tree carried cool on my tongue, a sharp prick in my jaw, but motherfuckers killing. And soon... The daffodils, butt motherfuckers, and the blush pink of peonies fanning across my lawn like burlesque dancers, and tulips, their mouths wide as if laughing, the tide clapping, a churn of sea glass and shells echoing the story of things lived long before water tilled back its skin to reveal rock, but motherfuckers and their systems are still killing black folk. There is a well crouching inside me. It does not sing. It does not swim. End poem. Wow. I love the way that you take the beauty and softness and delicateness and absolutely (laughs) back and forth, back and forth with the harshness. That was incredible. Thank you. That was incredible. That was absolute pleasure to hear, to heal, to hear. Sorry, my face isn't working anymore. <laughs> my face is done, guys. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that was that was incredible. Thank you. I'll check back in and um, there's a whale crouching inside week. me. You know, even that last, even that last, there's a whale inside me crouching inside. It does not sing. It does not swim. Even that in his own. Is powerful enough to stand alone in its own power. That that whole thing was great. Thank you. You are very welcome. You're very welcome. All right, sweetheart, do me a favor, baby, and tell everyone how to find you. And please, please come back more often. It's a crime against humanity that we don't get to hear your work more often. I will. I'll come back and check on you next week. 
Awesome. I appreciate really it. Thank great you. Tuning in again. And you know what? You guys can find me on Instagram at um, Black Pixie Dream Girl. And if you guys saw her cute little face, you would know that name is quite fitting. You are adorable, by the way. Just have to throw that in there. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I love your freckles, by the way. You are. You just, you guys, you need to go visit her. She's a button. Talented as hell. And we miss you when you're not around. Thank you for coming and reading tonight, sweetheart. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye, hon. All right. Our last caller for the evening comes from area code 916. 916, you're on the air. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this is Gerald. Hey, Gerald. How are you, sweetheart? I'm just fine. Thank you. Yeah, I've got less than a minute. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, I got about this. Well, we don't. uh, The line that we will keep. We will keep broadcasting. You're not going to be cut off. You're okay. 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 It's called um, "Watching the Face of the Moon." Goes like this. I know a guy that gets too high watching the face of the moon. He swears he does it because he loves it, claiming it's his balloon. Carrying the pain that creates the shame, staining his eyes to blue. Choosing to try, he pretends not to cry while washing the face of the moon. I know a guy that turns the wheels that lowers the sun to the sea. I watched him near in time to hear. They say he looks just like me. I know a guy that tries to fly knowing he has no wings. He calmly says it's in my head. It's always been my dream. For I am the one that writes in puns, changing names to what surrounds me. Knowing it all will soften the fall to realize it just can't be. And is that end poem? End poem, sorry, yes. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) You know, listening to you read that, it was so perfectly paced. You know, I don't know if you write music or do music or if you know somebody that would, but I would love to hear that piece put to music. Cool. I have one one of mine that uh, was put to a song. So, uh, yeah, it could be my second. Yeah, do you want to go ahead and read it? The other one? Sure. Mm-hmm. Let me go get it. Just take a second. <clears throat> uh, it's called... Uh, <clears throat> there. It's called uh, The Words You Cannot Say. I woke from a memory still lying here next to you, watching as you dreamed the dreams I thought thought I knew. Your smile shows the reasons I watched it all come true. Your touch is cold and distant, and I'm still loving you. I'm walking down a rainstorm just trying to run away. I'm watching broken promises and the words you cannot say. I believed it was forever, but just a moment of your time. I cannot stay because I want to. Are you telling me you're mine? It always stays inside my head, showing me how to cry. It's living in the shadows behind your lion eyes. I'm walking down a rainstorm, just trying to run away. I'm watching broken promises and the words you cannot say. You're covered in all the reasons it's showing right through your eyes. It's written in the heartaches. Why can't you say goodbye? 
a reason to remember, like a sad country song for you. For you, I take my heart away. Today, I live alone. I'm walking down a rainstorm, just trying to run away. I'm watching broken promises in the words you cannot say, and the words you cannot say. Wow, that was actually, that was heartbreaking. That was just, it was beautiful, but, oh, that was, a, that was phenomenal. That was a phenomenal read. You have to come back and share more. Okay, I will. I mean, you don't have to do anything. You can do whatever you want to do, but I'm telling you that you have to come back and share more. I guess you do have to come back and share more. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much. You're absolutely welcome. It was our pleasure. Do me a favor and tell everyone how they can come find you, show you some love before you uh, before you come back here again next week yeah, and read I'm, and share uh, more. <laughs> I, I have a blog talk uh, show here on Blog Talk Radio, uh, A Team of Voices. I'm Jay Hatter. We have a show most and every when night. And show on? Well, I, I'm, I, I regularly have my show on Saturday nights, but I fill in, uh, I have some music nights during the month, depending. We have uh, different hosts most most every night of the week, uh, different themes, different uh, prompts to write to, some music, some uh, are just creative writing. But, uh, yeah, we just encourage writing, uh, poetry, song, lyrics, um, a team of voices. That's awesome. Yeah. You're on my you. my uh, Facebook page, right? Pardon me? My... You're on my Facebook page? I don't think so. I I might I, I might have visited there once. Look me up. It's under Nyla. N Y L A, like New York, Los Angeles. Okay. First name's Nyla. Last name is Alicia. A L I S I A. Okay. Okay. Look me up. Send me a friend's request. And my page is kind of my personal page, my dot page. It's kind of like the the cafe bulletin board, if you will. So when you have a show coming up, doing writing stuff, all that, go ahead and post it on my page. And I mean, I've got a whole network of writers, so you might as well take advantage of that and invite people over. And uh, you know, anything that inspires and and you know can be shared is important. And so, yeah, to definitely take advantage of that. We'd love to know what you've got going on. Yeah, could you spell your last name again? Sandra? Mm-hmm. It's A L I S I A, Alicia. Ah, all right. Okay. There you are. Perfect. Okay. I will. Thank you. You're very welcome. And definitely come back. Love to hear from you again next week. See what you've got going on, all that good stuff. I'm really glad you Thank called you. in and shared, honey. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and we will talk to you again soon. Great job, sweetheart. All right, you guys. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. Thank you all for being here. You did an absolutely fantastic job. I want to remind you that we have our 2023 broadcasting license fundraiser coming up. It should be starting up tomorrow. If you are interested in becoming a sponsor of the show, remember that we cannot keep going forward and doing this if it it were not for the support of our sponsors. So we love you and appreciate you, every single one. And keep getting those poems written for uh, 
Black History Month, get them posted on my page, gets you entered into the drawing, read them on the show, it gets you entered into the drawing twice, do both, you get entered into the drawing four times, and keeping amazing, you guys, I love you so much, thank you, I am going to go and go to bed now, <laughs> and uh, hopefully I'll be feeling better next week, love you guys, thank you, I'm going to close the show, by the way, with a track by, who did I have pulled up here? Oh, where'd it go? This went away. Oh, no. Well, I can't remember who it was that I had pulled up. But let's go ahead and grab this one by... Mm-hmm-hmm. This is me scrolling. This is me stalling. This is me being so professional. So let's do... It is not cooperating with me. I hate it when that happens. So we're going to do... Let's do... Let's do Sarah Kay with Brother. Here we go. We'll see you guys next week. Good night, everybody. Brother, you jaywalked your way out of the womb. I would recognize you anywhere from the hiccup in your swagger. Tell me, where in the world did you find all that thunder? There have never been any seatbelts on your side of the car. You have always known the better magic tricks. You told me once that I was just the first draft, and I'm inclined to believe you, but you came with a lot more pieces to assemble, and Mom and Dad never got the manual. Your compass always points north, but it's a bit of a crapshoot as to whether or not you'll ever really walk in that direction, and I like that. It keeps people on their toes. In the carousel ride of your life, the merry-go-round ponies are all narwhals. Their horns point straight up. The day they build you a constellation, it will be the entire F train spread across the Milky Way. You will be a satellite who dips in and out of every single car the minute it comes to a stop, pissing off everybody on the subway platform and kicking up stardust in your wake. You can solve a law and order before the first commercial break. Once, when you were seven, you came into the kitchen and asked mom, does my name begin with the letter P because P is the 16th letter of the alphabet and I was born on June 16th and is Sarah just Sarah because S is the 19th letter and she was born on the 19th day of June. And when mom said no, you nodded your head and left the kitchen mumbling to yourself, okay, just salt and pepper then. (laughs) You are my favorite stick of dynamite. You are the opposite of a rubber band. There are so many things I would tell you if I thought that you would listen, and so many more you'd tell me if you believed I would understand. I hope you know you were never meant to wear this shadow. In fact, I'm the one who always steals your shoes, but is that my sweatshirt you're wearing? (laughs) It's okay. You can keep it. In fact, it really does look better on you.